0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the season gaming bitcast episode 258. I'm your host, Ainsley Bowden, with our regular cast of characters back with you today. Dapper, you're going with the ultra dapper look yet again this week, my friend. How are we doing, Mr. Travis?
1: I'm doing well. I woke up early enough to get in my full apparel and I'm feeling good. <laughs> mostly so because a, I have to this I is actually, an all nighter
2: Travis. This is last week all nighter Travis
1: that's true let's see that all nighter travis he didn't have to get dressed at all he just sat down in a chair thank you though Uh, i do appreciate it yeah yeah, very good um (laughs) uh, this travis had to get dressed early because he has to leave right after this which is rare for me having to leave the house i i'm not working on a review right now guys i got two reviews this next week but i don't have either of the codes right now so i'm just chilling i'm playing through remnant 2 and i'm happy to be here Fresh off of that, that uh, Lawyers and Dragons appearance where I play the utter panjandrum Captain Leox Fraud Esquire, uh,
0: so we were we, were we were we were going to get to that. Okay, <laughs> well we'll get to that. We'll get to it. But yeah, it was a uh,
1: it was a good time yesterday. It
0: was great. Nice, nice. I I did, did you not lay out watch your clothes. It. Like
3: I feel like Travis that? is one of the like guys that lays their clothes out on like a specific like you have a specific piece of furniture like at the foot of your bed or something. Where, like your clothes are all laid
2: out in the morning. I think Dan's I... just revealing his clothing strategies, Travis. Oh no, mine's in a big basket. Have,
0: yeah, have I you seen like... Dan's background? I promise you, he yeah, doesn't do this. No way.
1: <laughs> I feel like Dan's one of those guys who puts all of his uh laundry, <laughs> laundry straight out of the dryer onto a chair, and then he just he no. feasts off of that for the re- week. You know, pulls it out of the chair. <laughs> so. No, it's in. I just no, said yeah. it's a basket. Okay. It's a basket well, that sits next to I my bed. i think your basket might be an old chair that's I what. have like
3: a ton of shirts that hang up and then like four pairs of shorts okay that's so wait does the
1: basket so the the clothes come out of the dryer into the basket and then the and basket be becomes the receptacle from which you draw your clothes i like yes. the oh. passive voice there like it's magically yes. being
2: <laughs> laundered yeah so I, have an, I have another yes. basket for
1: so then for so then dirty what clothes. about dirty clothes that, yeah, you, dirty, for that. you have dirty do you ever get them purple. confused are they yeah. labeled in any way completely look completely different when it's okay. like a well, uh, in the season yeah. gaming bit cast
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're off and running <laughs> I, don't need, I don't need all this crap <laughs> i <like a> basket
1: <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question, I have yeah. a I have a, a hanger like a you know on the right. wall in the closet. Okay, yeah, yeah. And that that makes sense. I, I grab the next one on the line and I, I put it up there and I okay. I try to put absolutely no thought into what I wear. I just grab the next <laughs> thing that's on the line, whatever that ends up being. I have it automated, so I never yeah, I think
3: just, of what I'm wearing. People just kind of want to see behind the scenes a little bit. I think yeah. you know.
2: Well, there you am, go. Okay. Sure. Uh, all right. Well, I'm hardly in a position to judge with my sweatshirts and ball caps, so.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of rocking a new ball cap this morning, not the Hoag Law cap, you've got the Michigan cap this morning. How we doing, Mr. Hoag? I'm doing a okay. It's Sunday
2: morning. We're having fun. It's the best year in video games history. I'm enjoying it's truly,
0: it. truly, truly. Yes, my goodness, it's, it's, it's wild. Yeah, for sure. So and what, of what's course, your, what's
1: your morning, uh, tr- your morning s- thing like Hoag? Like I, you and I are both like kind of like cartoon characters, right? Like we're always wearing the same outfit, regardless, and what's your morning routine like? I feel like we should dive in here because we know Dan, he's predictably just a hot mess, you know, wakes up every morning, brushes his teeth with Bacardi, grabs one of the <laughs> uh, shirts from the bin, the basket he has next to his bed.
2: Well, now that I've I'm got- taking care of myself as it were, yeah, I have a lot more medical things that happen. So I take off my, uh, my breathing mask from my sleep cycle. And then I go to what we call right now the, uh, Hoag Health Happy Hour, where I take all my various medications that are apparently helping keeping me alive and eat some food with those. Because if you don't eat food with those, you will die of stomach cramps later on. So oh. I, my, my morning routine is getting out of bed, taking my medicine, eating a little bit of food, and then finding where I put one of my now 17 sweatshirts that I use for rehab and moving about. And uh, then I have my wife put these up. I'm looking at one right now, a series of kind of like belt straps that have little hooks where you put hats. So I have like three or four doors. The door's my office here, the door's my yeah. bedroom closet that just have hats. And I pick what hat I'm gonna wear. Nice.
1: Nice. So your hat is the kind of like the you you making a little personality decision. Yes,
2: that's that's my choice for the day. That's yeah. his tie.
1: Excellent. Is his hat. Yeah, it's hat guy hoag. <laughs> <laughs> you know? They, they like that, like, like my fiance loves the choice of like, how am I feeling today? When she travels, she grabs like three times more clothes than she needs because she never knows how she's going to feel on the day. Mm-hmm. I, you know, to me, my goal is to not make any decisions if I don't have to. Because, you know, I get making decisions is exhausting when you do it a lot. And and I I don't need a morning decision of what am I going to wear. It's just too. No, know.
2: absolutely. I mean, I think I'm mm. similar in that all my clothes look roughly the same.
1: Right. So you can mm. just grab whatever. That's yeah. great. Okay. I laugh. All, but also, I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm excited for Ains's, uh opening because I feel I mean,
3: like you it's, get to a point where you're you know it's just you you take on like the dad the dad clothes. You know, I got like cargo shorts and a t-shirt, and I've got like whatever those. Compression diabetic socks, you know, that go up to about like midway in my ankle, you know, that are super, super comfortable. Oh, I guess
2: I should you point know? out. Yes, I'm constantly in hospital socks with the hey, sticky bottom. They're the best. They are the best. That I'm. You know. I, I, I think. To... I
1: think he's in hospital <laughs> socks for a reason, Dan, and you're in hospital <laughs> socks for a very it's more different reason. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so
2: no. back in January, of course, everybody's worried. I have a fall risk bracelet on all the time and everybody's (laughs) constantly hovering over me and so we have a bunch of these socks that have essentially sticky bottoms that prevent you from falling for the most part
0: Mm, yeah non-slip stock socks yeah all right i mean this is great yeah, this yeah. is uh this, this is, is
2: why people tune in, man. Yeah, this is
0: gaming chatter at its finest right here. No doubt. <laughs> it's it's, it's We're good to about know the guests.
1: Yeah. I think it's good to, good to know the hosts a little bit. I, I feel hosts, I, I'm excited yeah. to I'm excited to hear uh Ains's uh morning story because I feel like it involves powder of some kind. Let me hear. What what do you got? What powders Hold are you on. putting into a, a shake or something? Oh, I like a little different.
0: Yeah, I mean that's fair. You you nailed that one. Yeah, that's did true. I? So, yeah, yeah you did. I knew you it. Did. Yeah. Yeah. People yeah. <laughs> you eat you,
1: Rocky montage and powder. Drinking <laughs> some raw eggs. No, 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 <laughs> not
0: that crazy. No. Uh yeah, I think uh I think Dan pretty much nailed it. It's uh I have about eighty t-shirts. And I work from home now, so I don't have to obviously be business casual or tie or anything anymore. So it's uh, whatever gaming T-shirt. I'd say 95% of my T-shirts are gaming T-shirts nowadays. Um, here's Extra Life as an example. Um, so whatever gaming T-shirt. And instead of cargo shorts like Dan, it is track shorts. So Adidas, Reebok, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. something comfortable. And then uh, protein shake and some coffee. That's how we do it. Protein shake. There it is. You, yeah. yeah. There protein it is. Knew it. Yeah. Or like protein thinking- cereal and coffee.
2: Why I like to it? think this is putting the seasoning in seasoned yeah. game. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, usually, I
0: usually
3: get up and then I sit at the edge of my bed for about 30 minutes, wondering how I'm still alive, and then like kind of, like, you know, trying to just get, you know, awake <laughs> enough to like yeah. stand up.
0: He's like a three eighty six processor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. he's been around a long time. Yeah. He's got to put. Like, why like, are you still sitting there? Up. I'm like, I'm getting there. no. I, I'm honestly,
1: getting there. if I if I had to guess how Dan begins his day, I would guess thirty minutes of staring into the middle <laughs> distance as a as a ringing tone be gets progressively louder until something snaps him out of it. That would have been my <laughs> guess. We were, yeah, we
0: which is his wife, like,
1: <laughs> yeah. and yeah. are you gonna get up? Are you gonna do anything today? And then he goes, oh. <laughs> I mean,
3: I I get up pretty early. It's just you yeah. know. The, the the thirty minute time is just like
1: a That's I your don't. me time.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I just look at the floor. Just, <laughs> just what I is that happening? That, yeah. God that's damn it, it, I gotta go through this again. Yeah.
1: Just, <laughs> how many days are there?
0: Oh, too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right, we, we've done the intro. I'm done with the intro at this point. Right. Yeah, um, welcome to uh, a gaming show, apparently. Um <laughs> So today, <laughs> oh man, chat, good to see you this morning. We um we're gonna be talking about mostly games today, as as ridiculous as that sounds, given that intro. Um, but not a lot of huge news topics this week, but an awful lot of games to talk about, an awful lot of games we've been playing. Um, so uh we'll we'll get to a whole bunch of that, of course. Before we jump into that, um with this, starting with Remnant 2, by the way, we're gonna kick it off with, of course. Um <clears throat> But I want to give a thanks for last week's episode. So last week's episode, uh, as we sit here right now, is uh, just about to hit or approaching uh, 10,000 combined views, listens from last week. So big, big show for us. Um, A handful of big casts have passed kind of the 10,000 mark. So that's just amazing. Appreciate you all tuning in. And, um, you know, as we always say, if, uh, if you have an extra minute or two to give us a review on the audio sites, be it Apple Podcasts or Spotify, if you're a user of either of those, Or uh, obviously both channels, you know, um, it definitely just helps. That's all. So we appreciate that so much. Thanks for hanging out with us. And why don't we jump over? Wait, wait, wait. Before we get to that, we have a a Googleman. Googleman.
1: Oh, here comes Googleman. We got to get our
0: our pre-BitCast Googleman in. So let's get it. it All right.
3: With the five (laughs) euros. Thank you again, Googleman.
0: Yeah, what is? I can't
3: really. I'm looking at it. It's a, cat. a cat. Okay, it's a cat.
0: Yeah. All right, I've done the same All right. thing. All right, yeah, I can't really blow it up.
3: All right, someone thought <laughs> making another season of Futurama show would be a good idea. Uh, Rembrandt two looks pretty fun. Reese's Pieces.
0: I get on board with that last one, man. Is... <laughs> I don't know what Rembrandt two is. Wait, they're making more Futurama? I, did yeah. I miss
3: this? Yeah, that's on Hulu, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but she, new episodes? Yeah, new season. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I this got this believe
2: Rembrandt Two is a reference to Remnant Two. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Oh, Rembrandt Two. Sorry, oh, okay. that, makes, yeah, that makes sense. It's early.
0: Yeah. My mind is on clothing attire. Apparently, yeah. Um, why do they keep bringing Futurama back? I love Futurama, but it seems weird to kind of just let it die every it's ten a years. It's a
1: cartoon. It you know, animated shows can exist forever because you don't have to, you know, worry and about people getting old and stuff. You know, <laughs> writers cartoon.
0: matter though. Is it the same writers? Like I don't know. Doesn't matter. We're off topic again. <laughs> it's just that kind of day. Yeah, yeah right.
1: Change in shows. That's that's. Normal. That's
0: true. Sometimes for the better. Like Sometimes we hope will happen with Halo. <laughs>
1: I mean, could you could you change them for the worse? Is that <laughs> possible? Are there people in business right now?
0: You'd have to reach for sure. Bottom of the barrel. I mean, everyone's on strike. You know, maybe they just pull a couple people off the street and see what happens. I don't know. You know, you got a 50-50 yeah. shot of it being worse at that point. So um out
1: how Hogan friends ca- uh, feel about striking hat, minions. Hat guy dome, Hogan TV. friends to you, sir. Hat guy Hogan. No. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> thank you, though, uh, Googleman. Appreciate you. So, uh, yeah, let's kick off our game discussion and what we're playing. Because, like I said, a bunch of games to talk about. But let's kick it off with the Remnant 2. We... Gave impressions yeah. last week. Uh, Travis gave what he could last week, talking about it, and I added some context from Elu, who did our review. Um, reviews are out now. Reviews uh, seem to be very high on this game, which is fantastic to see. Right, it's sitting in like kind of a low mid uh, '80s meta, which for a, I would call this a double A game. Um, it is uh, is great to see, and at least anecdotally for me, my timeline tons and tons of friends playing it tons and tons of friends really enjoying it um mm-hmm. obviously i hopped in friday for the first time and uh i am exhausted okay. because i have spent the past two nights up way too late um playing it i think i am at 10 or 11 hours and that was since friday night and i've been playing other things and also have things in real life to take care of so it's a lot of time i've put in the remnant too so far um but i'm i'm really enjoying it i Read your review. Obviously, ready lose. You guys said a lot of the same things, to be fair. Um, so I think uh, I agree with you guys wholeheartedly. Uh, the thing I like about it most, and I know you can touch more on this, Travis, as you've spent a lot more time with it. The thing I like about it most is really just the um, kind of the surprise effect of it. You never know what you're going to run into. The levels kind of surprise you. There's puzzles hidden that just pop up out of nowhere that you have no idea what's going on about. And uh, a lot of different kind of things you can find for your character that just add new wrinkles to playing. So it does the kind of randomized slash loot ARPG kind of aspects, I think, really well, which, um, you know, that's right up my alley. So really enjoying it.
1: Yeah. Um, So I gave Remnant 2 my fifth, I believe, 9 out of 10 on the site, which is uh, a pretty rare score for me. Um, I'm very, very happy that that game turned out as well as it did it is very very fantastic um whether it's the uh the gameplay which feels very very good it's just fun to run around and kill things in that game um and then the uh thing you alluded to ains which is the procedurally generated levels are very good i mean they just they keep it fresh for as long as it has i played 80 hours at this point so i played about 60 hours during the review period and then i started A new playthrough on xbox because i'm playing through it with my fiance, who uh, didn't see me play it during the review because she was out of town so she's just like basking in the weirdness of that game and it's just really cool that you can you know hop into the game and immediately get teleported into a random realm and then your realm be completely different than your friends one and even if you guys end up in the same world you can get different storylines and stuff and so it's very addicting to just like re-roll areas to see what else can happen and try to get the mm-hmm. storyline that you didn't get the first time. And um, the game is also, and I think p- players are still figuring this out, but i it's the reason I'm still playing, which is this game is jam-packed with secrets, like stuff to discover. I think there's still three archetypes that nobody has found in the world uh and those are entirely like character classes basically that are super hidden um yesterday i found uh another archetype myself through some random uh, exploring so it's really interesting to get those unlocks and then also uh, rings and amulets and weapons and armor that like you can get by doing crazy stuff that i don't want to spoil but like do things in that game and experiment and you will be surprised how much thought the developers put into like every possible thing there was this uh one mission i was doing yesterday where a character dies uh kind of as part of the story but then i was like i wonder if you can save that person and it, it turns out you can save that person if you do some other stuff but also if the person dies you can come back to that area later and then get another item from their body through it's it's just like every time i try something and i'm like i wonder if i could do that the answer is always like yeah you can do that like what if you try the other story or try to get a different ending will that result in you getting a different item and like i'm just never disappointed i'm never like oh that's too bad that the same thing happens like that just Hasn't really happened in this game, which is <laughs> super cool. Um, so yeah, I, I'm just having a, a ton of fun with it. Um, it's a great game, and I, I hope more people play it because um, Ainge, you called it double A when this when the game started development. It and was and that's not
0: meant in a bad way, of course, right? No, no, no.
1: Yeah, no. I I I would say that the fact that it feels double A is a pretty uh, high a good achievement from the studio that started with 30 people on this uh, game and, and is still like sub 100 i think they have like 70 people on the remnant team right now um and i mean that they that just super passionate team worked like heck to make this feel like a sequel and kind of the the overview of my review is you know this is i think remnants like borderlands 2 like the it feels like that much of a leap right like where the first game was just sort of a a good first draft but it, it failed in a lot of in a lot of key areas in terms of like feeling like a a a uh, polished game and, and missing some of the features that you would expect uh from from the game like that but it had a really good idea and i think they stuck to that idea and expanded on it and just nailed it with this one um and i'm super excited to see uh where it goes from here because we got some dlc on the horizon and some other stuff they're yeah. doing yeah so
0: yeah I, I was talking to uh the developer that you introduced me to this week uh as our review was coming out and talking to him and he was uh it was kind of funny actually how naive he sounded to the reception because i think they were so heads down on just like launch is coming you know you know just getting everything ready for launch and i was i was saying that uh you know talking about our review a little bit and and kind of the excitement for it and stuff and he was obviously super excited so i shared our review and my comments with him um But he um, he said very similar, excuse me, that, uh, you know, their goal was to make this their kind of Diablo 2 moment. Right. Which if you're familiar with Diablo, Diablo 2 compared to Diablo 1 was like this massive, massive step up. And um, to your point, Travis, they just put a ton of effort and love into the game. And I think that's one of the things that really stands out to me is you can tell playing this game. And Elu said this in his review. You can tell playing this game. It's a game made by people who love games and who had a lot of passion for developing this game specifically, right? You can tell it's, it's not just a money grab or, you know, anything looking for monetization or any of this other stuff. It's a game. This sounds really cliche, I realize, but it's a gamer's game. <laughs> uh, you know, it just feels it, you can tell it's made with love. And I think that's really cool. Well, so
2: one thing that's interesting here, right? And you rarely hear me say this, especially about Travis. Travis being positive about something is I think he's underselling it a little, uh, which is that, you know, <clears throat> this is a multiverse type game, you're popping into different worlds, you're popping into different times and timelines. And I think one of the things that people are always looking for out of that type of approach is big swings, right? Really dramatic stuff, really weird things. And oftentimes you get disappointed, right? You go to see something called the multiverse of madness and they basically go nowhere and do nothing. And it's all very sad. But in this one, the very first thing that I wound up doing in my playthrough is I wind up on a spaceship at the end of time, right? Oh, and then, okay. Like, those are the kinds of swings that this game is taking, and mm-hmm. it's just so nice to be like, oh, okay, well, we're in this really interesting space. And then the next thing you do is going to be completely different. I made a tweet that said it was the best Doctor Who game that never existed <laughs> because it's just these really big, dramatic kind of somewhat soapy storylines in all these very different places. And on top of that, you know, he mentioned rings and amulets and things. And I've also been been playing Diablo 4 at the same time. And it has great loot as well. But a lot more of that is 5.8% instead of 5.6%. And what this game does with its loot is what I always want loot-based games to do, which is let's do this really weird thing, right? When you pick up pickups, you're going to get 10% shield. You're going to do things that are completely going to change your build off of this ring that you found on a pedestal somewhere. And on top of that, if you go in and you look at the kind of really high resolution 3D image of that ring, you're going to get a description of the ring and then a bit of lore about the place you found it in. And then you're going to get described to you what weird thing it does. And it all builds together into what I love, right? I've said this a lot. I'm a narrative guy first, which is all these places are built around concepts that are then, reinforced by the archetypes you find the rings and amulets you find the characters you talk to and none of them are like oh i wish that would have been a little bit more interesting it's not just a spaceship in somewhere it's a spaceship in the center of the universe at the end of time it's like the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy chapter and it's all really big and i really love being in that space even though as i also said to travis outside of this show i've been having difficulty navigating that space because it's The first one that I was in, and it's very vertical. It's got a lot of elevators and things. just tend to Mm. throw my map reading. And I've gotten it a little bit better, but it's it's a fun game.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Also, I, uh, I, I didn't talk about this in my review, but it does have one of the better maps in games like ever, ever because it it makes it, it you can fully manipulate it like 3D look at every single thing and try to find all the places you didn't go to but then also the map lies to you because it has secret parts that don't appear on the map until you've discovered them and so you you know you'll fall down a thing and find like a secret floor you didn't know about and stuff so um yeah it, i've become extremely familiar with the map as somebody who's aggressively trying to find every secret I can in the game. So, uh, it's mm-hmm. been, it's been pretty cool and helping out the guides team as well. Cause the guides team is trying to document mm-hmm. this. And I must say, this is one of the hardest games to make a guide for because you don't even know which realm somebody's going to end up in right. or which, or which storyline they're going to get. And even if you narrow that down, because there are only six options between the three major realms you go to there's each of them has two options. Uh, even if you nail that down. the nodes and specific events and side quests are different and might not be in the same place even if you get the same so like you know my version of nerud and my fiance's we got the same story in nerud uh, the same one that you got actually hoke um but then she had this side quest that was this whole thing and i had one that was completely different where i was trying to fix an ai and on in her account the ai was completely fixed and it was just like all the de- access to different things and different quests stuff. and items you couldn't get it, and just small stuff like that where you're like, you're going to have to play this game a lot if you want to like get everything, which I think yeah. is so cool.
2: It's got that kind of board game components, card flip type of notionality that I really like. Um, but uh, th- th- I think the one thing I would add on that is the map is interesting because it is very useful. It's like the antithesis of the Jedi survivor map or Jedi fallen order map. But it, because of that, because of that functionality, it's also, in my opinion, when you first start the game, it's the thing that looks the most double or single A. It is very mm-hmm. kind of old Doom game, kind of straight out of Dark Forces, very uh, contrasty, but not very interesting to look at, mini-map and main map. And so I think one thing is, I wish it were a little bit sexier, I wish it were a little bit shinier, but... It is very functional and I think that is more important at the end of the yeah.
1: day. Yeah, and also yeah. thats it must be hard to make a map at all for a game with procedural generation because I can only imagine like, you know, it, it <laughs> prob- probably, it why probably has to
0: simpl- simplify it.
1: It's probably why it's simplified because they have to place all the objects randomly and then try to build a map around that. So I feel like- It does remind me of
2: Diablo 2 map. Like if you- It does remind me of
1: Diablo. I honestly think that they probably took inspiration from there. They're like, it doesn't need to be fancy. Just make it like easy to understand where you're at, and functional. there you go, boom. You know, yeah, like, it's
2: really bright markers of <clears throat> on a pretty dull looking map.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: but it is very functional, so that's I'm I mean, that's not as much of a complaint as something I noticed when I first started, which is like when I first put the game on, I was like, well, that map is,
1: ugh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can you can see a lot of stuff that. Like could be improved if they had a bigger budget. and I, I I think that's the exciting part about this, hopefully, is hopefully these guys are able to keep making remnant and keep making yeah. games that they want to make and that sort of thing. And um, it's just cool to see, you know, i I never judge a game based on the the situation around its development how many people it had or how big of a budget it has. but <laughs> we had that it,
0: conversation last week.
1: We had the conversation last <laughs> week, but it but it is always very, very nice to see a team overcome any development challenges or limitations they have and put something out that could stand neck to neck with uh some of the biggest budgeted games of the year and to me you know this and diablo as recent examples of uh really big games that just nailed what they're doing you know those have very different teams and very different budgets and it's just cool to see uh gunfire games punch so hard above their weight and i i I just think people are really gonna love this and I want everybody to play this game because I think Very there's good. a lot of people a lot of people who are sleeping on it, and if they didn't sleep on it, this would be one of the biggest games of the year because it it's so good. It's so much fun.
0: And and it's it's standing out like this, like we're discussing, in a game that we just said, joking, I think everyone has said this, in probably the greatest game year for gaming of all time, right? Like there's all these tremendous AAA like big budget games. This was yeah, a great week it, for games. I mean, yeah, exactly. We talk about the
2: same day. Pikmin Four is real <laughs> strong, y'all. I know we don't talk <laughs> about the Nintendo games as much in this space, but Pikmin Four is really, really strong. It's a it's a big swing above Pikmin Three, even.
0: Okay, all right.
1: I will talk about Pikmin with you, Hogue, because that is. I okay. haven't uh, no, I've no, no, no we de- time into it, but that that game rocks. So
0: okay, yeah. we definitely want to. I I wanted to stay on Remnant for one second. Oh no, of course. Um, but we've got because um, I wanted to comment on two things you said. One. You were talking about the secrets, um, Travis, and I saw that uh, Ben over at Gunfire Games posted that they have hardcore testers, players that have been playing it, obviously, for weeks and months that have over 400 hours. He posts, I think, like over 400 hours in the game who still haven't found all the secrets in the game. So yep. it's pretty much like endless um, that they did that on purpose. The other thing Hogue, that I found interesting about you talking about the details on specific items, and yeah. then if you look at the description, the lore and stuff, that's very Dark Souls-ish. That's what From is known for, is that if you dive into right. those things and read yes, all I the think description. Plays,
2: I think it plays a little bit more fair than the Souls series in terms of it's a little bit more in your face, right? Like the stuff about being at the end of time, like I would expect something like that from a From Software game if I read through three helmets and figure out exactly what <laughs> in this direction yep. means, but that's a guy telling you all this and then the stuff kind of feeds back into it. So it's just a slightly different flavor.
3: Yes, it. It, is, I, it is. I
2: agree with you that it's, it's got a dark soul sensibility. I also think it's got that with respect to a lack of handholding, right? One of the things that I've kind of gotten used to, whether it's playing Diablo or Hogwarts legacy or anything else is following a line, right? Being told where to go. And like this one is, Oh, you're in a very strange place. Here's the reason why it's strange. Go find these three things. And then I'm like, okay, where where are my dots? Where's an exclamation point? Where's a diamond somewhere? <laughs> it's like, yeah. nope. We're gonna tell you when you've gone through a place, we're gonna fill in that diamond for you, and that's about what you're gonna get.
0: Yeah. Yep. Which is why I love that's it. Awesome, yeah. Man, what a good game. Good so, game. The big question. Dan, did you buy it?
1: Yeah. Nice. If we can get the Dans of the world to buy Remnant, uh, this is going to be is a big game. question.
0: Yeah, shit. <laughs>
3: All right, Here's what people need to understand before they start going into it. It is a Souls-like game. It is mm-hmm. difficult. It is not easy. All you right?
0: put it on the lower difficulty? It's on the oh. lowest
3: difficulty it can get. If there were a lower difficulty, I'd be on it. All well, right?
0: what, what, what?
3: Hold on for a second, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Shower this game with your praises. Give me a second here. It is a Souls game. <laughs> All right, I was expecting. Not really. Ace Souls like, listen, it's hard as hell. All right, it, it, it's not. It's great. I mean, I think I think there's a lot <laughs> of it I like more than I like Souls games because I can't stand Souls games. Uh, there's a lot How to carry. Throw a glove it's on like the ground. This one is a little bit different, <laughs> but it's still difficult. All right, I don't care. Um, it, it, it's it's. I don't know how to describe it. Like I feel like it's a really polished game. I, you know, I haven't seen any bugs. I haven't seen um True. any real, you know, I um, have. problems with it. It's just it's just the same thing, you know, for me. It's it's, it's just got guns and, and a big sword. I picked the the tank guy, what was it, the challenger?
2: Oh, I've challenger. got a dog.
3: that's a good one. I was oh, yeah. so happy to see
2: a dog class. I was like, yeah. this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the dog class is also the best class if you're playing solo because you get a helper friend to distract and he revives you as your, if it's your well, main that, class. I need
3: that. Because the problem I have with games like this is that it's, you know, to your point, Hope, you know, it's kind of like, okay, well, you, there's really no here. You don't need to go in this direction. You need to go here. I kind of need that a little bit. Like, I have no idea what's happening. No
1: clue. So what, what realm did you get?
3: I got the... the bloody forest
1: one nice yesha great so so the the good thing about that map is that that map is a pretty good starter map because is it though though it does though it (laughs) though it doesn't tell you which direction to go in initially (laughs) it does mark all of the gates you need to go through with the exclamation point over it so as long as you follow those you'll go through i didn't even know there was a map i'm gonna be honest with you guys i didn't know there you go for my mini map until you guys game does it. not Did hold your hands.
3: It,
2: the menus dan <laughs> No, I mean, I, 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 it's I just a different I was, experience that we have because like the first thing i do when yeah. i play a game is like go see what my tabs are and what what i can do with my I menus. Mean, I, I, I didn't i didn't really look at the maps the map that it brings up
3: it looks like
1: it's empty initially it. yeah you, yeah, you might really, you might not know really it was perfect. really a map at the beginning
3: right yeah so. i didn't really understand I, I here's how far i made it i made it uh to the second through one door basically i got to V level and i made it through one door i ran up to, against a tree uh that uh, i was supposed to kill apparently but every time you get it you, know, you hit it a few times it launches more guys at you they come out of absolutely everywhere i try to like literally back myself into a corner so i can like just bottleneck them and have them <laughs> filter into me i'm like i can take these guys if i you know. But then they start popping up behind me. I'm like, "There's no way. There's no way. There's no. There's a wall. There's a wall." So here.
1: you're you're in the forest world, and I'm guessing you have the the lizards that are crawling down oh, trees. These and are stuff?
3: lizards. These are well, maybe. Oh, not. They, are they
1: the Tentacle Boys? Yes. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, the Tentacle Boys. They are one of the tougher enemies because they shoot. So, Yesha has three versions. It has one where you end up inside an occult temple. It has one where you're in a wild forest with reptiles. And it has one where you're in floating platforms and there's tentacle squid boys uh, that throw telekinesis at you. And if I had to rate the hardest, I would say the hardest one is the tentacle squid boys. Because their attacks home in on you until you kill them. And then the attacks just go straight. And so, it's pretty tough, actually. That, like, he... You might want to re-roll your campaign. I mean, uh, honestly, because you can do that from the the menu. Yeah, you should roll with the dog, because the the dog distracts and has an ability where it howls and draws aggro. The dog dog is pretty good.
0: uh, Or, Dan, you could do this crazy thing and play with some friends. No, I can't do that. Well,
1: I don't think you need to
0: do that, actually. You don't have to, but it's an option. I think the
1: game's easier alone, personally. uh, Because i really do think it is uh because you get you do so much damage and take so you have such high damage resistance if you're playing solo um I've, I've played this extensively and i had encounters where i would be with three people and the boss fight was just killing us and then i'd be like all right guys leave go go away i don't want to play with you <laughs> and then i would just crush it my first try like just doing so. so it'd, Based on how It does. Adjust. It adjusts based yeah. on the number of people, well, it's and a then friendly the,
0: fire game. So it has gotta, friendly fire in it as friends. well. I'm never doing that. Yeah, anyway, buddy. I'm not that mean. Not uh, friendly melee, just friendly shots. Yeah, just so friendly
1: shots, and also no friendly AOE damages your friends. So they do it smartly. They make it so that you have to like literally shoot at your teammate. If yeah, you want and if them, you but,
0: combine your AOE effects, you can really you can really wreck groups pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah
1: but I would say probably you should play with the dog, Dan. Just to start, because and it, the dog will really revive
0: does,
1: you too. It, the dog revives you only if it's your main class, that's its prime perk, y'all. If it's not your main archetype, mm-hmm. but you don't get that power. Um, uh, but you do, it, yeah, did it, did it does. Revive. To, I, I, it it you get a revive because you're the challenger, you get up right. automatically. But the problem with the challenger is that it is a close range attack where you use a shotgun by default, and that doesn't really yeah, jive with work. a solo play because it means you have to be super mobile and b it doesn't help because you're fighting flying tentacle monsters so i would switch out of that class immediately like you should be playing another
3: class and your 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 gear has to be like you know super heavy which then you lose you know that stamina you know you have to basically take your helmet off that's what I had to do. I had to take my helmet off so I didn't, you know, I wasn't over. It's just standing yeah. naked
2: with a shotgun. Yeah, I mean, I was just like the,
3: the, yeah. Sc- screaming in the forest. The, 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 yeah. I mean, I just don't understand. I thought I've always thought when you played Souls games, like you kind of just made your way through, you know, and and then the enemies, you know, you kind of come up against a bunch of enemies and then you fight them and then they die and then you go to you know you, they don't reset you know they, like behind you is
1: is good i
3: always well, thought no, they okay, behind so, me I'm fine. so they're,
1: they're they're not spawning behind you what's happening is remnant hides creatures in the environment and then doesn't trigger them until you alert somebody so they We're do this in, they do this in yesha specifically is like the most oh. devious setting like you'll see tentacle monsters and they'll just be like in a tree or hanging out on a rock like in a ball and so you could kill them early if you notice them but if you don't then you know, you spring their trap and then they're all around you. And yeah, so come
2: visit us in the Nobody's hiding anywhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Naruda is, Narud is pretty different. different. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah. there's like, as far as souls, like this is probably
3: the, my favorite one. I played that being said, it's, a good game. it's, it's probably
0: because it's the least souls. Like, yeah, yeah, probably
3: <laughs> because I, but I, I still, you know, it, it, there, there's at one point I was coming down this one hallway and I, these enemies, you know, they're just little, they're, they're chaff. You know, you just, boom, boom, they're dead. And, you know, a couple of shots. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, now their legs are shot off. Or I shot their legs off somehow, and now they're crawling at me. And now oh, they yeah, explode. And then if they explode enough and you get caught in the stuff, you get some kind of like root rot. rot or something. Yeah. Yeah, root and rot, I, yeah, and then I just cough. I cough for like 30 minutes, and I, I don't know how to get rid of it. Like there's you, there's have no take, you have to you take you have to use remove, an item uh, right in the you have
1: root of rot life. consumable to remove it oh. or pro tip when your character starts coughing just hit the roll button and it'll interrupt the coughing animation so you can oh. keep moving but gotcha. yeah that's once awesome. you get root rot i mean you have to you have to rest at a checkpoint or heal yourself. i mean that's just Not real really. life that's real life you gotta take care of it yeah root rot you gotta <laughs> go buddy but yeah th- so the reason that happened uh remnant does something kind of interesting which is uh Every couple of minutes, if you're making forward progress in the area, you'll hear a horn sound. And that horn yep. is the game summoning an elite enemy somewhere yep. in the map. And they close in on you and so it sounds like the one you got was the cultist with the shaman stick yes. and what he does is he revives all the root guys oh, and no, that's you it. Explodey. Yeah. Yeah. so you have to kill him immediately or he'll keep reviving people and yeah. when they revive they have the explodey powder in them and it's I like how insane we
2: sound talking about remnant i know
1: relations. guys this game is crazy this game's got layers it does
2: get
0: really hectic at times yeah yeah it's cool
2: no, it's, yeah. it's I
1: do. Th- I do think you should probably play with a friend, though, Dan. Yeah, try, I've had a lot know, of fun something. with
2: it. I'm glad Dan is trying it. I think he will have more fun soon. <laughs> <laughs> There's more build crafting in it that you haven't gotten to yet.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it really yeah, does kind got of any kind of gear. That's and what anything. I mean. Yeah, you, you'll start to get rings and amulets and stuff where you can really kind of combine, you know, your your powers. I do think I would take Travis's recommendation of switching your class and trying something different. Um, just re-roll. I mean, there's no reason you can't. That's all That's part true. of the experimentation. Did, did any of
3: you guys die on that tutorial boss?
0: What's, um, I don't remember what the tutorial, tutorial boss was. He's, a, he's a, the, 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 the root guy Maryland that you the, fight in the hallway yeah, right, at the end get get of
1: the, When you're walking around with Clementine, it's like uh Oh, it throws, oh no. No.
2: <laughs> no, I didn't <laughs> die in the tutorial. All right, so, so, so guys... Hey, there, my fiancé you know,
1: did. My fiancé died in that part, I, and died. I think one of her teammates or her.
3: In that fight. Like I don't die. think I even remember. remember. Yes.
0: Honestly, Danny, it, it could be, and I, I don't mean this sarcastically. I really don't, but it could be just because you don't typically play games that have these types of mechanics. No, I so do, I do. if you play a ton of them, right, there's certain sensibilities that automatically click in your yeah. head. Like, all right, I better do X, Y, and Z that you probably just don't have No. at hmm. the moment. Gamer,
1: gamer intuition. It's, it's no. the one yeah.
0: thing that is Dark Souls is
2: roll much more mm. than you think.
0: <laughs> and you have to time yeah. your rolls, right? You have to use his iframes to make sure you don't take damage. And yeah, if you got your helmet
2: on,
1: you can't roll yeah. as much, it's crazy. Unless you have that ring that makes your invincibility ring. Well, like no, he's talking about the tutorial much. boss. And I have 30 percent roll. Literally, yeah, one reason. My role is basically like a teleport at this point. Sorry, like my I rings roll.
2: all just reflect on the nature of black holes. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> You're
1: in Nerud, honestly. Nerud is great, it actually, if if. Uh, dan had gotten rude first as a challenger he'd be great because it's all about like close-up confrontation adding shield to yourself by doing damage and my fiance is a melee only character right now she's literally just charging in a challenger with a big sword and just crushing everything <laughs> and every time she does damage it gives her a shield right. so she's just right. like invincible like she just hits things and the more mm-hmm. damage she does the more shield she has that's a great yeah, world to start in robots
0: they're fun yeah
1: yeah but yeah. it it's it is tough though. Yeah, just, just damn AD what co- what there.
0: So, Ade asked about do you have to play in co-op and as we already kind of discussed no, I yeah, think no, openly, no. you do not have to play co-op.
1: In fact, you don't have to handler, play at one either. The handler class is specifically made for people who are playing the game solo because it gives you a companion who helps you out and distracts the enemies. And so, yep. uh, if you if you plan on playing alone, I recommend having a dog next to you. Fun fact, if you pet the dog, You guys both get a a buff for five minutes it's an invisible buff (laughs) it helps the dog heal faster
2: i do like i do like petting the dog but i haven't seen
0: a buff
1: it does it's an invisible buff yeah but Uh, the buff is that the dog heals faster so if the dog is injured pet it and it'll it'll get itself
0: oh I just, uh, so I started as Hunter, but I did my second archetype last night and I chose Handler. So now I'm, uh, I'm basically the guy, the, the guy from John Wick 4 who's like the sniper with a dog. That's, that's what I'm calling for.
1: Nice. So, yeah. So the sni- so you have a uh, Hunter as your second archetype?
0: Hunter, Handler. No, Hunter's my main. And then Handler.
1: Hunter's your main. Okay. Yeah. So that one's great because you can send the dog. You can actually command your dog, like go get that guy. And then as the dog runs out there, you can just pick him off from afar. And then the Hunter nice. has that, uh, that X ray vision thing yes. where they can see everybody and so you just pick them off that, that's a really good combo that has a lot okay, of synergy good. to it and also the, the game has three summon classes by the way so if you're not into dogs you, there's other options I'm a witch right now I summon tentacle boys that are killing Dan they're on my team now <laughs> uh, and so <laughs> yeah I, I, it's
2: always been Travis in your game Dan
1: uh, <laughs> yeah it's just me summoning tentacle boys right behind you and seeking them <laughs> on you uh, sicking them Uh yeah it's great
0: Dan what uh, the, only, the only negative, of course, if you're not aware, and, and I see quite a few people saying they're interested in this game hearing us talk about it, there is no cross player cross-progression. So yes. talk, talk to your friends. or If you're playing solo, obviously pick whatever platform you prefer. But if you plan to play with friends, you need to see where they're playing um, because you can't play together. So I know that I was going to buy it on PC, but then most of my friends are playing on Xbox, so I bought it on Xbox. And by the way, Xbox and PS5 run great. I've had no problems in terms of performance or anything do. like that. It's it's really well optimized. They actually might, they're
1: balanced yeah. really good. Yeah, they actually might run better than the other PC version to be honest. Because I put okay. sixty hour in a PC and it's good, but like developing for PC so hard. There's so many different builds. Even my forty ninety and all that. Like I would have hitches after I killed a boss, and I haven't had really any problems on console Um, okay. aside from like connectivity, Xbox Live, PSN stuff that probably isn't Remnant's fault, but uh, yeah, it, it's been a really smooth experience on console, which is surprising.
0: Yeah, so. um, Dan, would you buy it on PS5? Yeah, yeah. So we can't even co-op <laughs>
3: Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter because I, I I don't do it anyway. I mean, yeah, I but it. I mean, you
2: know,
0: you could have jumped in yeah. with us and yeah.
2: I can see myself yeah. getting a second copy of this just yeah. to play yeah.
0: with Dan.
1: I already have two copies. It's great.
0: Maybe. There you go, Dan. Summon help. A dream. Get a dog, get some friends. You'd be good to that's go. A,
3: that's okay. what I have to do. I mean, I'm not giving up on it yet.
0: You know, I'm just. That's good. Yeah, it's
3: just frustrating. Show when...
0: those tentacle boys who's who. Oh my
3: God. Show them.
1: Honestly, <laughs> the street, you'll you'll get I, it. Like, and... What
3: the hell is this tree thing?
1: The great thing, though, <laughs> Dan, and this something that might help you is you're going to gain progress regardless because you get scrap and you can go back to town and you can level up your guns and they do more damage. You no, know, I call it yes, glasses
3: for sake yeah. game <laughs> because that's all I yell.
1: Like and once you get concept. ten trait points, you can equip a second archetype. The game does not tell you this really. You have to just go to your menu and see that second node and also getting your second archetype. There's vendors all over town that sell them. Some of them, like one of them's Mudtooth. You have to listen to every single story in order to get the gunslinger if you don't choose it as your first. So good luck with that. I chose Gunslinger first specifically so I wouldn't have to listen to his dialogue. But uh, you can literally talk to one character that'll sell you the whistle for the dog. The medic will sell you the medic subclass. So don't sleep on your second archetype y'all and uh, talk to the other uh, vendors in town to, to find them. They don't tell you what they are. They're small, like nondescript items that cost a lot of money, like 1500. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That first archetype you got, will have a little item that goes with it to define your archetype. So once you yeah. realize that's what they are, you can, you can tell where yeah. they live.
0: Yeah. And and it, it should be pretty obvious. Like, you know, the the medic's uh item you buy is the pin, you know, like the doctor pin and Med the, the dog, the handler. Although the challenger is, the is like
1: yeah. the challenger a monopoly piece. It's like an, an iron press. It's very bizarre. <laughs> yeah, that one is a little I was like, well, I wouldn't have guessed that.
0: That's kind <clears> of <throat> But I, I just activated my second archetype and got to 10 uh, at like 1.30 in the morning last night. So I haven't, I haven't played yet. I went back to town, did all that, and then I had to go to sleep. To
1: Another cool to feature about, um, about your class is, or your archetype is when you combine two archetypes, it generates your character class name, which it won't show you unless you go to the archetype page. But like I am right now a gunslinger summoner, so my character is called the Loaded Tormentor loaded because oh, I've cool. got a lot of bullets and then to- tormentor because i'm a, a witch um it's great yeah so look at your combo and then you know okay. start calling yeah, yourself that and polite company
0: it is yeah. definitely one of the games that when i'm not playing it i'm thinking about playing it which uh Hell yeah for me often says a lot because i play a lot of games i don't have you know outside of gaming late at night during the days i don't have a lot of spare time so if i'm thinking about playing a game um, that's usually a good sign
1: it's so. great also, uh, it has that- some of the best boss fights of all time. I know some of you guys haven't seen a few of them, but like, this game's boss fights are—I mean, some of them are, are whatever, but like a lot of them are like, damn, like this is better than anything in in uh, Elden Ring, cool. even. So, all
0: right, calm down. All right, no, Something I'm serious. I I, I, th- <laughs> I think
1: even even one of the fight scenes, you're going to be like, all right, that was goaded. That was like a okay. goaded bossing. Game. That's good. That's good.
2: Really I'm cool. excited. Well, and I enjoy being there
1: more than. Elden Ring there you go it is a little bit more hopeful as a universe it's a little more hopeful because it's got endless possibility if you don't like reality music
2: right like the music is awesome it's really good
0: it's great really
2: good yeah yeah no it's really Uh, good now here's where I admit that Remnant 2 is actually the third most played game in Hogue House this week
0: go for it what we got
2: Pikmin 4 we talked about really briefly it's Diablo 2 season one week I know that's going to come up on the news But as I talked about last week, I had to beat the campaign before I could really access season one. So if you can imagine me hustling through acts four, five, and six over the course of like a 24 hour period, I was playing a ton of Diablo four this week in order to get to season one, which I showed up for maybe three hours late in terms of when they opened the doors. Uh, But um, so we haven't talked about that campaign a little bit. I do have to say, what in the world happened there? I, I, yep. I, you get to the end of that story and you're like, what? What were you telling? And I, so I, I like the game, but it's it's a strange campaign. And then, I liked
0: it a lot better the second time. So, which okay. is weird, right? Because we Travis and I reviewed it, right? And I played the campaign, and I know I liked it a little more, I think, than you, Travis, at the start, like when we reviewed it. Um, but I said it wasn't fantastic. And then I played it again and I kind of took in more of the lore and I took in more, I understood more of the, the world that it was talking about. I, maybe it's just me, but I definitely liked it better the second time. And especially as I reflect on like Diablo three's campaign and twos, like I think it's, it's quite good in terms of a loot based ARPG campaign.
2: I think but, they're trying to get to a place where they, they feel a lot like two in kind of that weird melancholy, but I don't know that they achieve what they were aimed at because they, they mostly do it with a pretty substantial character zig right at the end. And it's like, well, okay, but what's happening there? And it's like, nope, credits. It's like, well, well, maybe they'll pick it up in the seasons. They don't That's, in season
1: one. It, but it's no. not seasons. So I, I interviewed the team and like, basically what they're trying to do is this is a live service game. So the year, every year, the expansion, I think is going to continue in like the, main story of like what's going on at post Lilith and the, her whole crusade and all that stuff. So um, yeah, it, it is weird though. It leaves you with the odd feeling in your an odd taste in your mouth in terms of like, well, that wasn't really satisfying. It didn't really feel like an ending, which is really common in life service games that, that That's plan fair. on continuing the campaign. And also acts four and five are so sour you on the campaign that by the time you get to six, you're like, all right, I'm ready for this to just be over. Cause acts four and five are just filler. Filler, 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 filler. <laughs> it is. just nothing going on. that's
0: bad, but you're
1: padding, on. bro. They have well, you like these act
2: three one mission. That's yeah. that's a
0: strange choice. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 definitely uh the acts are not even in terms of uh, content, right? They're very scattered. Um, but no, I I do agree with that. The ending of it is uh is definitely set up as a continuation to be right. Um, and if you. I did a little bit digging into, like, basically, I don't want to spoil anything. This could be really minor spoilers, so just caveat that before I say anything. But as the character is leaving at the end in the final cinematic, right, they're, they're going to this other region of Sanctuary, which is well known in Diablo verse, right? So to Travis's point, I think the plan is to expand that game world to fill in Sanctuary, right, and continue the story over time. I don't so, have a
2: problem with that really. I just think it's there's there's an execution level that's missing there, right? Because Diablo yep. two has an ending and then you still have Lord of Destruction. Like you can yep. still do that. Uh, this one is more like the ending of a particularly unsatisfying Netflix season, and then <laughs> you hope it gets picked up later. It's like, okay, yeah, that's yeah. fine, but when you when you cut to credits, I should feel like I did something. But I, I uh, love I, the you know. games. I love Diablo four.
1: 3 was the same way i was i was really hoping that act 5 would be us dealing with lilith and then act 6 would be the character reveal that you talked about hogan we would kind of discover the true enemy and get some sort of payoff in that campaign and was Mm -hmm. completely left you know disappointed when that turned out that nope it was exactly what you thought act 6 ends exactly like in the most generic possible way uh, and then and then it, and then it gives you like a carrot of like, hey, you could see more in the future, which to be fair, I'm super excited for that stuff they're alluding to. I will definitely be playing at the expansion next year to see what happens and hopefully uh, see what's going on with the I mean, I love Diablo
2: for it. This criticism yeah. is solely of I don't think that was terribly elegant at the nope. end. And I agree with you. Like one of the things they're doing is they, they play voiceover of various lines. And the game while you're running to do this thing at the end of the game, very much like a usual suspects kind of you should be having a reveal and a revelation. And they just don't ever square that circle. They don't they don't explain what the hell they're talking about. So they just cut to yep. credits and say, wasn't that a crazy thing? Like, no, yeah. not really.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i gave the game a nine out of ten i think a lot of people were expecting it to be a 10 out of 10 based on all the stuff we'd seen about it and the story had a lot to do with that the campaign in particular i think if you're buying the game just to play the campaign you walk away and you're like "Eh." the end game is fantastic but the campaign like it's just like i i never wanted to replay it after i i I did play through it two full times because i actually I think three full times because they kept deleting our progress during that period. Um, but as soon as I beat the uh, the campaign on my full account, I was like, skip campaign on all characters, like skip past that. Just get me to the end game because it, it really yeah, isn't. You want to go work with the best new character, which is the Tree yeah. of Whispers. Um, but right. uh, yes.
2: let's talk about season one. I don't want to talk about the patch yet. I don't want to talk about that in notes, but I did finally get into season one. A, you roll a new character. It is so nice, especially after running through the campaign in, in way too short a time, um, to to change up the character class. I'm having mm-hmm. a lot more fun with Barbarian now that I understand more of what I'm looking at than I did when I just jumped into the game to begin with. Yep. Um, and so I'm running a Barbarian in Season 1. I really like this season. Yeah, I really so like. Far, it's good. I like the Malignant stuff. The hearts at, at first blush... Don't seem to be as crazy as I think they should be, but I think what level time? are you? So I'm level, I think I'm 25. I'm just about at the end of part two of the
0: season. Because I, I asked the same question. I'm still very early in it, And but I, on our discord, we were having a conversation with some people who are already like level 60 after like two days in season one. And I yeah. said, so how, how are the hearts? And uh, they said like they do, they, they definitely build up crazier, I think later. So I think it'll get there for you.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just a first blush type thing, right? Because you're interacting with these new slots and you put the hearts in. And
0: it's
2: like, well, okay, I will focus on some of the things that it's doing. But since they are so specific to your class and then specific to skills, you have to kind of either reverse build your character on this new heart that you got or figure out what you want to do in advance and hope that the hearts drop in the way that you need. But I really, really like the game. I really, really enjoy many aspects of the subquest and the, and the world building and things involved in actually just playing and build crafting Diablo 4. It was just the campaign that kind of put me off a little bit. And season one is actually much more direct right from the start than the, the main campaign. Right, They've got an intro video that you get when you start the season that is very specific about what we're talking about. Then it kind of takes a pause and says, go work on season stuff. For a while which is essentially go play diablo 4 you've yep. got a new season character but just go go play it it's stuff you, you'll you recognize as season checkpoints from like diablo 3. go find waypoints go go kill things go solve tunnels etc but learning the new stuff that they put in and following along with the storyline I've, I've really enjoyed I, I think diablo 4 is a tremendous product it's it's it it may wind up my favorite game of the year i think it's still final fantasy 16 but Having played through the whole campaign, even with my not upsetness, but kind reservations. of reservations, lack of punch from the campaign. <laughs> I, I just really like uh, them doing a season live service model that is more incorporated in their game than than Diablo three was, which was kind of retroactively yes. drafted on.
0: Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Katie in the chat. Katie Cotton. She's uh, been in our discord, too, and she, she's 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 grinding through uh, on Diablo 4. She's already on Tier 3 with her Necro up to level 50, she said, in Season 1. Um, but she was saying that the malignant hearts for Necro, and I've seen other people say this, are really, really powerful, too. There's a few you can get that are that are crazy. So, um, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I, I would have played it more if not for Remnant 2 and other games, um, but I think it's a good model that they've built into. Obviously, um, you know, there were some people, uh, you saw probably the outrage this week, people upset about ARPG, patch which has happened since the dawn of time um but in the age we live in now you know just uh, youtube videos and rants on twitter and everything about this so the diablo team came out on friday did a a chat basically a live you know yes social it was a
2: flagellation. but i mean the, the interesting yeah. thing is like i was playing it actively at the time both before and after this patch and my character which was a necromancer I didn't really feel much of a change for. So it's very difficult for me to comment on. But I mean, if that was it, certainly the self-flagellation on, was it Friday? was A little bit much for me. And one of the things I wound up commenting on was like, I don't really like, we're going to change these significant things. And then, oh, people yelled about it. Oh, we're going to, we're going to rescind them or change them back. That makes me feel a lot less secure in the decision-making and the team behind it. And then people say, well, those headlines were overwrought or, whatever it's just very difficult for somebody that's not going to follow this to every detail to to figure out what the heck is going on with this
0: yeah and i think that's that's where i choose to be nowadays um there was a time where i followed every little detail for games i played and updates and i still do for like halo and stuff but uh, i i honestly find it way more enjoyable to just take things as they're delivered and play through them and stay away from the noise because the noise is just it's exhausting to be honest with you. I just can't handle it anymore. Um, so it was a little weird on Friday, but um, I think generally speaking, um, they've done a really good job. And I think just even their communication level in terms of responsiveness has been impressive. So,
1: yeah, um, I, I think um, so. I, I've played a bit of season one. I'm enjoying that so far. Uh, I also have kind of ignored a lot of the noise. I saw some people in the, Uh, the IGN Slack channel being like, bro, what the heck's happening with this game? And uh, I I totally uh, sympathize with that if people were playing super hardcore rushing to get to level 100 because basically what the patch did is it just slowed everything down and it did so in a way that felt kind of mean. It felt like it was like, hey, if you were grinding to 100, which takes like dozens of hours to do, we made it harder for you to do so and more annoying. And we undermined a lot of builds that you might've put a bunch of time into with no relief for players, by the way, to like that was one of the things I asked them about when I interviewed them before the game came out is like, this is a live service game. You guys are going to patch stuff out. You're going to debuff things. You're going to do nerfs. Uh, When that happens, what's the solve for people who've put a whole bunch of time into their build, gotten specific items. And now you're asking them to pay like 800,000 gold to reset their character and redo it all again. And they were like, Oh, we'll probably, you know, offer options for people to do that without getting paid. If it's our fault. And that did not happen at all. And so I think that their patch was pretty tone deaf and I think not really in line with what uh, they were messaging to players beforehand. And um, but I, this is not my first rodeo I've been (laughs) around live service games enough to know this will work itself out. I just won't log on for a couple of days. And when I do, it'll probably be done. And they already responded to it. And I know they, Uh, reverse the worst of what they did obviously there's going to be some nerfs i think people have the expectation that that's never going to happen those people are crazy but you know my philosophy was i waited a little bit and then when i waited for the dust to settle and i heard that necromancer was good i was like great i never would have played necromancer in the previous version of the game so now i'm going to roll a necromancer and play that for season one and that's what i'm doing so i've been i've been working my way through season one with my necromancer and my sorcerer is sitting on a shelf collecting dust for now because the sorcerer got hit real hard in the in the uh, nerfs and um i you know i'll just wait for the sorcerer to be good again they'll fix it so this is this is how live services go sometimes. I I my policy. Oh, and it's always,
0: how ARPGs go. I mean, this is not new is. in any sense of the Super word. Fun.
1: Yeah. And my, my 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 feeling is um state your feedback, but don't freak out. Chill, guys. It'll come it'll yeah. they'll they'll come around. The stuff is cyclical, they'll 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 get around to it. So But well, let me um, ask you this yeah. from a game design
2: perspective, what is the what is the need for nerfing and buffing here? Is it just fields of hatred stuff?
0: No, um, it's that Sorry, Travis. Um, okay. I was just going to say, basically, the way they described it on Friday, because I watched a lot of that stream, was that basically they're trying to make the classes uh, longer term, more viable across the board, right? And, and as always happens with these ARPGs, there's a few class builds that are just becoming the meta. Um, I mean, if you play any of the world tier world boss or you play any of the Legion events or, or multiplayer, you know what the metas were. I mean, they were very clear because they would go in and destroy everything in three seconds flat.
1: Yeah, so basically so it's the the developer the d- responding
0: to try and make things more even across the board
1: yeah the day before they rolled out the nerfs i think i saw a video online of somebody doing 1.8 billion damage with uh oh there's one there was a well yes like it there was, was like, a it was bar that, like that did
0: like yeah there was some glitch where you could get it to do like 26 quintillion or something yeah like it was it was
1: ridiculous and i i feel really like okay they were the
2: bugs right I i don't know if people are complaining about like the barbarian had like some kind of bug with his smashing one, yeah. right? Like I, I don't know that people are complaining about getting rid of that stuff, but the actual build crafting—I mean, like that's that's what you're interacting with. That's the game of Diablo.
1: Exactly, yeah, and I, I think that they're trying to make it so that there's not one right answer to how to, to how to make your character, and I think that in certain uh character classes they were getting dangerously close to there being like a correct answer for like your character should be like this if you want to be competitive at all and i i do agree that makes the game boring and it's especially true in the age of streamers where like streamers will tell you what to build and if you don't listen to them people will just like pile on you and i i mean i read an article back when diablo 4 had just come out from my buddy paul tassi who said i tried being a build crafter i tried coming up with my own build then I watched somebody on YouTube tell me how to build it, and now my build feels ten times better, and I'm I'm never going to try again. That was basically the takeaway from the article. He was just like, I'm not smart enough for this. Just listen to YouTubers, and uh, that's a I feel like article. that. Yeah, that's- I I, I well no game. here, but but here's the thing. That's like a lot. Of, that's that's kind of the culture right now. A lot of and for everything that Paul sure. Tassi is, I, I think Paul Tassi is like a good representative of the every gamer. And I feel like that's what a lot of every gamers took away from Diablo is don't try to build it yourself. You're just going to fail. And there's not really, when whenever a game feels like there's not multiple paths to success, it needs rebalancing. And I think they were trying to get to that. Now, what they actually Which is did is literally was, what they said. But yeah. philosophically, what they, what right? they, like
2: the problem I have with this is, yeah, I think you're probably right, Travis, but if you only speak to the audience that is going to go look for guides anyway, you're not you're not focused on making your game better. You're focused on trying to, to, to whack a mole with math, essentially, and what somebody on some YouTube channel is going to tell you to do. And I, I just don't know that you should be aiming all your efforts at the minority. I have to believe it's a minority of folks that are just going to do guides when the game itself is going into that skill tree and figuring out where you want to put the skill skill points it's not holding down the a button that's not where the fun of
1: diablo lives i'll tell you at least in the end game the community is much more focused on what is the most optimized thing because the game is so grindy and people are trying to find ways to get through it as quickly as possible and so i think you're right when you're in the campaign hogue like nobody really is caring about guides when they're just like in it and having fun but then at a certain point you have to like look in the mirror and put on your big boy pants and be like look i have to make this as Powerful as possible, unless I want to be doing this forever. And I but think I've had that... this
2: problem with like the World of Warcraft, the Final Fantasy 14s, of the world. Yeah, it's not a new forever, problem, which is that yeah. if you aim all of your efforts and concerns and nerfs and debuffs and whatnot on the people that have played it ten thousand hours and are now bored, then you're really missing out on the group of people that are playing your game to play your game.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's true, and and I but the I think that what they are trying to do by rebalancing is they're trying to make it so that your build and the YouTuber expert's build can both be viable. I think they were getting dangerously close to a place where your build felt completely unviable in endgame unless you listened to a specific set of rules. And I get why you would want to nerf that out. The problem is, I think that they overcorrected and they did some stuff that just felt mean. The XP reduction and the progress reduction was like crazy to me. And just some of the stuff they did, it was like, yo, this just feels like your goal is to make everything take longer and be harder and not fun. And I think they should do the opposite. I think they should have raised up some of the builds that felt weaker and, you know, made all paths viable. And this is again, like it's so funny to see this happen after I've seen it happen with Destiny like ninety times. They have Mm -hmm. the exact same conversation where they nerfed something that would felt great and then now everything felt mid. Like that's a conversation that happens in every live service game. Is is your goal to make every
0: every class happen in every Diablo game it's just yeah, that the arguments were had on the all. forums instead of social media.
1: Yeah. So i every time I, 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 but i i think that both Blizzard's goal of what they're trying to do is a noble one that they should pursue and i think that players are 100% right in their criticism as well that this was a bad set of patches that that made the game feel worse and it fe- it did feel kind of mean against players some of the stuff they put in there. So um
0: Ignore I'm
2: not it or go away in a if week. You recourse, if, if you reverse course in 48 hours, I don't know what kind of faith we're supposed
0: to have in your decision. But they, they, exactly. but they Yeah, but they didn't really reverse course. That, that's they, a misconception. And that's, and Some people said that. that
2: the headlines said too much that they had reversed course. And that's fine. I Again, I'm not looking at every little bit of math here. It's just a matter of certainly the impression
1: was, oh, we're very, very sorry. And we're going to reverse course on Friday.
0: That's the yeah, impression. But that's if you didn't actually listen to what they said.
1: Well, the quote the quote that they gave, the thing that they did say was, we'll never put out a patch like that again. And that's they, did. Pretty they did say that. Yeah. It yeah. seems pretty so definitive to me. Too late now. No, no
0: but that. I mean, if you listen to what they're actually doing, right? The stuff was already in dev. It's not like they suddenly yeah. said, Oh shit, we gotta put 30 devs on this and switch what we're doing. They have they're not done that.
1: They're yeah. already work yeah. they've
0: already been working on the changes that are coming.
1: And I don't think that they could do that because you know right. game development has turnaround, but to hoax. point, exactly like that, that, that was the messaging. The messaging was in. Of at course, the end, it's though, the messaging.
0: We, what else are they going to yeah. say? Fuck you guys! Yes, well, at some level. And, and I guess what? To I guess say... what?
1: Some developers do that. Some developers <laughs> go, "Hey, look, I, I get that you're mad, but we think we think you're a bunch of YouTubers that are." mad that your build your video guide is no longer relevant so sure. you, know, you think blizzard's
0: ripped. gonna do that no they're not
1: some, some developers do that though yeah I, if I,
0: you're minor don't smaller developers wait, sure. no,
2: I, don't you guys have phones aren't gonna do that i mean here's i don't want them to be assholes but i do think that there is a certain strength in you know what we understand short term this is a pain point we think this is for the long-term health of the game and we stand by the decisions that we probably spent some time thinking about before we implemented them and yep. I think that this is a bigger concern for me is, that, well, do you have any idea what you're doing or are you just spinning plates and then exactly. see what happens? I
0: do agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you.
1: And, and this is something that's happened uh, in destiny a number of times, which is Bungie will come out and they'll say, we're making this major change because we believe in it. And then they'll put it out and the players will be like, we hate it. And then Bungie will like, three weeks later be like you know what we thought about it and we no longer believe in this thing and i'm just like (laughs) you guys are the game developers it's like like just just honestly believe in something like if you think that this is the right path and you've explained your reasoning stand by it because the flip-flopping makes my confidence and your ability to actually like stick to your guns and have principles on what you think is good game design it makes my confidence go way down and i feel like some of the messaging coming from Blizzard made me feel like that too, because it's like, dude, if you believe it and you explain it to your players and they disagree, and then you go, "Just hold on, we'll prove it in time," then great. Then, then you believe in it, and we're going to see if you're right. We're, we're going to see if agree. I fine. agree
0: with you guys. We are not the majority.
1: I agree. We are not the, not the we majority. are not the
0: vocal ones on social media screaming their heads off like children. About I don't it. think I don't they,
1: think that's the majority. So it's, I don't think it is either, off. but
0: they're yeah. the ones that are responding to, which is why I agree with you. I don't think they should be. That's my point. I'm agreeing with you. But yeah. I don't think Blizzard in their where they sit with Diablo for today, uh, we're going, we're ever going to come out and just say, screw you guys. We're, we're sticking to our vision. I just what don't is think they're the, going to do that. The, then,
1: then I say to them, what is the point in having FU money if you're never going to say FU?
0: <laughs> I think that's very fair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's an interesting situation, but I think that I guess, I guess my point was I didn't pay attention to any of this because this is just ARPGs. I don't care what ARPG you've played. It, it, Path of Exile, every Diablo, every Torchlight, this happens with all of them. Classes go up and down. Builds go up and down. Things get tuned over time. It changes constantly. That's part of the game. The other thing I will say, too, that I'm seeing, and maybe this is just because Diablo 4 has kind of hit the mainstream, if you will, and I, Travis, I want to call back to one of the points you've made many times, which is, I see people saying, like, I've put 100 hours in this game, or 200 hours in this game, it's crazy that it feels so grindy, and it's like, one, first of all, 200 hours in an ARPG is child's play. You're, you're scratching the surface, right? you are rookie that,
1: numbers, boy. You need to get yeah, those numbers. are rookie
0: numbers, first of all. You, you haven't put a lot of time into the game. And it's just the nature mm-hmm. of the game themselves. Mm-hmm. Two, I I think you're right, Travis, in the sense of um, why the, the people who will play it 12 hours a day, but then complain that it's grindy baffle me to no end. There's we're talking about the greatest time for video games we've ever had. You expect this game to give you thousands and thousands of hours. It's been out for a month. I will remind you. Of gameplay go play something else give them time to evolve the game make the tuning changes you're screaming about those tuning changes you want and the balance changes and all this other stuff you want are not going to be done in a month's time there's other things to play like you can stop come back to this game in a few months time um i just i think the the concept of it's grindy while simultaneously putting in hundreds of hours and saying there's your board is just baffling to me. I don't understand no, that. Mindset. Weird,
2: And that is not unique to Diablo. Certainly. Nope.
0: Not at all. Not at all.
1: No, nope. but I that's think it's really, that's, that might as well be the motto for live service. Honestly, well, I,
2: think yeah, I think people I need think
0: to Travis, step back and be like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this to myself? I think Travis, like, when you get
2: pushback from us on live services, great. And everything, I think some of it is that right. The philosophies, the, the nature of the audience that you cultivate, the fact that you say, The campaign doesn't have an ending because it's a live service game and they want to keep it open-ended. Like, all this stuff kind of goes together, which is, yeah, we're not getting certain of the qualities that we like in our video games or have historically liked in our video games. A complete campaign, playing a game that you enjoy, that you can build a uh, damage-cracking build out of, right? Like, part of the fun of build crafting is seeing if you can break the thing. And if you do, if you succeed... The, the threat now is that, okay, if you figure that out, we're going to kill you. It's like, yeah, okay, that's fine because you've got multiplayer events, and you've got world bosses, and you've got fields of torment, but what if you didn't, right? Like, I don't give a shit about that. I want to I figure out this the mechanisms here and figure out what a multiplication does instead of an additive and try to solve the algebraic equations you've placed into this game. And if I do, I want to revel in my success.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, my my rebuttal to that would be that a lot of your complaints existed before live services. And, like, as Ains has pointed out, like Diablo has had these patch and rebalancing problems long before it was a live service kind of game, in, including Diablo 2. Uh, so I'd say that that existed well. And then the open plot thing, I think, is basically what games used to do back when they were setting up for sequel. Like, that's why Halo 2's ending is. So bad because you know Halo Three was on the horizon already, and I would just say like I don't
2: think using the worst examples of people sequel baiting is exactly fair play in in this. Yeah, argument. I, I, I mean, but 2, even Soul even even games. That, yeah,
1: yeah, even even games that were you know lauded at the time, Mass Effect Two sets up for a sequel. You know, there's a lot of you can you can tell a complete story in your seasonal rotation or your yearly release without. uh just not giving it a satisfying ending. And I think that's just a matter of good or bad storytelling that could happen in either model. Like, do I wish that live service games were better at telling self-contained stories? Yeah, I real do. I So much I do. But also like the, the culture right now is, you know, you make a season one of a Netflix show and, and how are you setting up for season two is, is the question at the top yeah. of everybody's mind. And I hate that. I hate that entire philosophy. Yeah, I'm against I, series. I
0: it's live service yeah. TV. Yeah,
1: it's live service TV, and I, I'm, I'm <laughs> I, I've, I, think that that is a bigger problem with people not being able to uh, efficiently tell stories these days, regardless of what your model is. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, don't know that you would have gotten a different ending to Diablo Four if they were making a, a canned game, because then they would have been setting up for an expansion DLC. You know what? Whatever the thing was, I I, I don't really know, but yeah, my I mean, my Diablo. point is my point is stories are either good or bad, and you know the model doesn't really affect that. <laughs> but yes, I agree the Diablo Four story was super unsatisfying in terms of its ending.
0: So. Okay, it wasn't that bad.
1: Come it's pretty on. bad.
0: Uh, Cheryl says, "I don't even know what's happening." Both Ains and Hoag agreed with Travis, and now Hoag said, "Shit! What dimension have we fallen into?" <laughs> yeah. Did I
2: Did I say that? Okay.
0: Oh, uh, well, and I said F. So I mean, it, yeah. It was- and I'm so,
1: I'm I've been clean somehow. I'm the one. Yeah, who, yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: I mean, I've I've told they, people this, but I am I am medically diagnosed with reduced inhibition, so I'm doing
1: my best.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. Spicy yeah. Hogue. I like
1: that. I like I like yeah. reduced inhibition. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Um. Let, let's get caught up on Super Chats. We've had a few come in. We had some coming in while we were talking about Remnant, and then we got off on the Diablo tangent, so let's get mm-hmm. caught up on these. Diablo.
3: Iron Keg. Thanks, man. $5. $200 and a medic walk into a world. <laughs>
0: with He's talking about Remnant. Yeah. Yeah. And they're um, all the
1: Iron same Keg. person. I've, I've heard yeah, this one before. Yeah.
0: Iron Keg is Elu's <laughs> brother. So Elu did the review for us. Iron Keg's his brother. Me, Elu, and Iron have been playing in co-op. And yes, he, we are both hunters. He's a medic. Um, you know, he, he says the MED stands for mediocre medic. It's accurate. But, you know, we're making it work. <laughs> we're making it work. So, well, thank you, man. Appreciate you. La days.
3: La days <laughs> with $2 from Jamie, Maybe play Oxenfree 2. First was better, in my opinion. Probably for <laughs> an hour. And I wanted to crush my phone with a claw hammer, so that's where I'm at with that game.
0: If if you don't know, or you're you're new here or haven't listened to us in about 48 different episodes, uh, Dan does not like oxenfree. Um not a specifically, he's wrong. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> he does, he, he doesn't like it at all. In fact, if you joined us, was it last week or two weeks ago, where we made our bets on the video game awards? <sighs> um, two weeks ago, week. I think. But when we made our bet on the video game awards, we've already agreed that if Dan loses, then we are buying him Oxen Free 2 and he has to play Oxen Free 2. To
1: completion. Yeah. To completion.
0: Make even worse.
1: Make it even
3: worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got to play it. My you uh, might I, make him play it
2: multiple times it. and go through all the dialogue paths. You never know. Oh, man. Oh, Sounds
1: juicy. Great. we should have oh. a, Yeah, he has the completionist run of Oxen Free. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> so has anyone actually played it that likes it, the Hogue? Have you
2: yeah? I have Oxen Free 2 on my PlayStation.
0: Okay. I don't know if that there's sounds any like a
1: really that sounds like a really lawyer way to admit that you bought the game but haven't played it yet.
0: <laughs> I can't confirm I own Oxen Free
1: 2. Yeah, I confirm that I own it on the PlayStation console. No further comments at this time. You're on <laughs> you guys are too good because yeah, there's
2: just too many other games. but yeah, it sits right next to my Oxen Free. I I also own the game.
0: <laughs> I, I My name is Ainsley Bowden. I do not own Oxenfree 2. I will take no further questions at this time.
2: I, I, I think I have turned it on. Uh, but no, I was playing through, since Oxenfree came out years before, I was playing through Oxenfree 1 uh, to remember what happened in it before Oxenfree 2, and then I just kind of trailed off on that when I really had to pick up the pace on Diablo 4, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah. yeah, you made the right Got choice. Him. Got it. Yep. So we'll talk more about it here in the coming weeks. But, yeah, uh, Dave, I mean, thank I you for the super chat.
1: It. I want to play it. It's on my Xbox. I'm going to play it eventually. Go
3: for there it. There you go. Wolf. Wolf, and so was that?
1: Uh,
0: check. check Uh, Crona. Crona.
3: Hope you guys are doing great. I believe. Reminded Two is a perfect sequel so far. And then the devil
0: wolf is a uh, yes. good buddy from uh twitter who i know who is a big souls guy uh loves Bloodborne, loves mm. uh you know all those games so um yeah he's he's really digging remnant too like uh most of us that aren't getting attacked by tentacle boys thank you wolf good to see you, good you man appreciate it's you game. it's I just a regular sunday for boys. dan <laughs> <different boys>. I'm <laughs> just
2: another
1: dan.
0: sunday
1: yep. I'm coming after you oh,
0: <laughs> don God. in the house Don
3: Liner with a ten dollars super chat. Good morning, big cast. Far behind in the archives as always, but I got to drop in to show my support. Thanks, Don. Keep on keeping on. Also, Appreciate Oppenheimer you. was incredible. Anyone see it this I week? Saw it in yeah this week as well. IMAX.
0: Yes, what I have saying? tickets for seventy millimeter IMAX for Wednesday, so I'm pumped. Yes, I'm, doing I'm not as rich as Ains,
2: so I have tickets in a normal screen size <laughs> <nine>. <laughs> this week as well.
1: Yeah, I've got Barbenheimer double feature next Saturday. So.
0: awesome you're actually seeing barbie huh
1: oh hell yeah dude i actually hear it's good my buddy was People like it, it's, it's good yeah it, no, i didn't it's, mean it's it's that more in substantial a than, than, it's more substantial than you think but yeah we're doing uh, uh, oppenheimer first we're all gonna wear pinstripe suits and have cigars and reflect on the meaninglessness of life and then we're gonna take a, a brief intermission for lunch and we're gonna come back in our i've got a pink tuxedo and you know for we're sure. gonna do we're going to do
0: it up for uh, for Barbie. So Excuse you're me. really diving into the hipster, Travis, that we know so well. Gotcha. He
1: does nothing small. How's a hipster? That, what is more mainstream than doing the Barbenheimer? You know, like that's everybody's. Because most people
0: that. don't put on suits and cigars color match to the movie. Uh,
1: who Those people I don't want to hang out with. So, yeah. Fair I enough. don't know if
2: you've seen the theaters. Uh, Fair enough. this weekend, But there's a lot of people dressing up for Barbie. Maybe fewer yeah.
1: for Oppenheimer. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, Oppenheimer, yeah. yeah, we should all wear fedoras. I don't know. Let's I do mean, it.
0: Travis is basically dressed for Oppenheimer every show, so we're good to go there. That's
1: because I'm currently building it. I can't say that. And that's how I'm going to get Don our our
0: That's how Season yeah. Gaming got removed from YouTube. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you, Don. Good to hear from you as always. Shoosh. 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 And with
3: the five euros, Diablo 4 is no longer making me sandwiches and started to wear a bra. I'm filing for divorce. I I could have read that one. Shoot. <laughs> I no idea what that means. What's, what's Interesting. That mean? I, think Shush, I think he's
1: uh, trying to say that Diablo 4 is his uh committed lover, maybe. And, and I
2: believe relationship. the patch reduced its efficacy in his home, yes.
1: I mean, his if old- yeah. me based, based on you know, old
0: adages, on outdated adages.
1: It's a strange metaphor, uh, yeah, but his name is Shush. So, so. <laughs> <Yeah. That's
0: laughs> <fair. laughs> Shush, thank yeah. you. Good to see you, man. Uh, Gecko in the house as well. Gecko with the six euros.
3: I think the only game I know who has uh, rebalanced their game successfully was Borderlands 3, uh, which tended to buff more weapons than they nerfed.
0: I think buffs tend to feel better. I wish yeah, that I mean, game was better.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> tiny Tina's is better than borderlands 3 i'll say that
1: damn wrecked uh, wrecked, wrecked wrecked
0: uh wow. gecko good to see you man thank you and, and yeah i mean that's borderlands has gone through this too right uh especially with borderlands 2 they were all over the place especially from launch so it's just like i said it's every game that has this type of design pompa nows uh
3: mario papa with the ten dollar super chat uh enjoying all of the talk
0: of i was gonna having... bring this up travis
3: Fun playing games. I'm hooked, pun intended, on Dave the Diver myself. Can you guys see your list of Game of the Year
2: change? Isn't Dave so, the Diver on Travis's or no?
1: Dave the Diver's got to be on my. It wasn't on my predictions, but it'll not probably not the video be game awards one, right? But yeah, it wasn't on. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it. Wait, was it? I
0: don't, I don't think so. so. Oh, I don't know. I'll pull it up. I have got. Didn't, didn't it, so. I put?
1: Didn't I put one indie game? And I think Dave the Diver was my indie game. <sighs>
0: Because yeah, I went I'm to see cars,
1: mm-hmm. I think I did put it
0: on there. Honestly, Travis, you do have Dave the Diver on there. Nice, nice, what
2: a nice. It memory, guy. it's all in there,
1: it's all in there.
2: It and still you know, works.
1: What? that guy was a smart dude. I think he's right. <laughs> I think he's right. I think you guys need to play that game, by the way. Oh no, my god, I'm I'm win- win- I am
0: winning this bet, hands you down. Stavages. I'm winning savages.
1: You need to play it, yeah. Of course, you I, mean, think I can't you're winning games.
2: Right. I feel like it's a prediction, right? So, yes, you agree <laughs> with yourself.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
2: congratulations. Yeah, that, that, that guy two Hayes weeks has ago it
0: nailed it. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um yeah, Travis, I was gonna bring this up as we were talking about games here, is that uh, Pompa was looking for something to play, especially that he could play on Steam Deck. And uh he's mentioned Dave the Diver were playing Halo the other night. I was like, Travis raves about it. So Dude, uh, yeah.
1: I-, I heard Dave so the Diver good. works well on deck.
0: It works. Yeah, yeah fantastic- he said it's great
1: on deck uh and it's a great game seriously don't sleep on that i know i'm not known for hyping up games then and wishing that you would play them given my track record but (laughs) if there's a few games i'd like to recommend that you play this year you know dave the diver remnant 2 a lot of underrated gems are in my my portfolio this year so i'm very nice happy cool
0: Palm, thank you uh to answer your question. Uh, Yeah, I can absolutely see my game of the year list change. There's still a bunch of great games to come out. Um, Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll Well, see. We all bet
2: on Starfield. That could turn out badly. I don't
0: want that. Yeah,
1: I think it showed up in all of our lists. Uh, Here's three games we
0: all have, which is Zelda, Starfield, and uh, I just closed it. No, I didn't. It's right here. One thing we
1: could do is I don't think we did this is we could pick the game on our six nominees that we think will win it. And then that maybe is an extra point, right?
0: Yeah, we Okay. Didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Well, we're not gonna do it right now, but let's do that next week. Um yeah, he, he
1: needs to consult the, the No, no, Oracle. I'm looking
0: at the list because and... I thought there were three games that we all had, but it looks like there's only two, which is Tears of the Kingdom and Starfield. Do we, we not all the, have Diablo? All... No. No, I didn't um, put Diablo. Travis oh. did not put Diablo. Oh. Well, Travis is wrong, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> I think I'm gonna be right. I, I again I was playing the judges. I think I, don't I think.
2: I don't think there's any way Diablo 4 is not nominated for game of the year.
1: I hope you're right, but I'm <laughs> I know. again I'm I'm playing money ball here, Hogue. I'm playing money ball. I'm trying to I'm trying to bet. You know, when you play poker, you don't play your cards, you play the other player. You know what I mean? I'm looking at the judges and I don't going, care, What do I think is in practice. your brain? What is, this is a movie quote? Of course
2: you don't I'd, gamble. I traffic in certainties.
0: <laughs> 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 but you always tell us nothing certain when it comes to lawyering.
2: Yep, that's sure. the nature of the job. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I, well, I only
2: traffic in certainties, which I cannot offer you. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I and I peddle and mere conjecture. That's you know you duality numbers of numbers
2: to written critiques of artistic media. It's the strangest right. things.
1: It's very strange.
0: All right. Uh thank you for the super chats everyone. I appreciate you. Uh guys, I want to talk about I like I said I got a couple more games to talk about here. I want to talk about um The Crew Motorfest which is Why? uh Ubisoft <laughs> which is Ubisoft's uh if you remember they showed it, you know, weeks ago, essentially Forza Horizon, right? They're turning the Crew franchise they have into Forza horizon um, I'm in the closed test for it right now uh, there's no embargo or restriction on gameplay so you might have seen some people talking about it played it for a few hours and um, I I'm gonna write an article on it uh, but this couldn't be more horizon I don't think if it tried um, yeah, I mean a lot it
2: kind of dance music
0: yes uh, okay. I'm, I'm talking about not even just like the theme and the presentation of the game i'm talking about like every detail is almost forza horizon so it opens by allowing you to test different cars and talking to you about car culture and the different um you know things you can do in the game it takes place on the uh on wahoo i believe the island in hawaii um it introduces uh well Let me get to it. So there's a a DJ of course, and there's a a host of the festival that you go to with big stages and celebrations and music playing. Um, And then it does a cinematic intro of the cars, right. And you move into them and you you do these quick races and then you are put onto the Island and there's different uh, themes you can go to. So you can go do the, the Porsche series, right. Or different series, I guess you can go not themes. Um, And you can explore, and there's hidden things on the island, to your point about barn finds. I don't know if there's barn finds, but there are treasures. So, like, you uh, drive around and you can find a treasure box, which will give you parts to upgrade your car. Um, So, things like that. It looks very similar to Horizon. Um, It even does the whole scoring thing. Like, as you're driving, if you drift or you near miss a car or pass a car, it gives you the active points in real time. It has like eight different radio stations you can switch through. It has an AI person that speaks to you while you're driving around if you want them to. Um, It it absolutely fundamentally takes the entire concept of Forza Horizon to a T. Now, I will say there are a few wrinkles that are interesting so far. One, there are bikes and planes and boats in this. So it is, uh, you know, it's kind of more fully featured from a vehicle perspective. So if you enjoy kind of flying around the island or doing whatever the hell you want to do, it's got more options there. Um, It also has, they're definitely playing into the customization aspect. So you can put things like lights on your tires or you can put exhaust flames that are different colors. You know what I mean? There's a lot of car modifying and customization that's not necessarily realistic, but it plays into the, unique aesthetic right of of your car so i think they'll probably monetize in some form around that right because there's two currencies already showing in the game well,
2: that's what um, they did with two right i mean like one of the interesting things about this series is like i really enjoyed crew one okay and thought it could have been um evolved in a different way than what yep. Crew Two became right crew one had this kind of miniature united states and you went and saw various things uh, and it was a lot of fun to go around this big area and do the cross-country races or various tasks in these areas and also had environmental puzzles with things like, I don't know whether they were called treasure boxes at the time, but they had parts that you would go and find in various places. And I remember you know, going through the Louisiana swamps to try to get a new clutch and yeah. doing, a, doing a race through Detroit, which was fun. And then Crew 2 took all that personality out and gave it a live service element and gave you a button to change into a plane or a boat. And yep. I really I really hated that. I just felt it had no character whatsoever. So outside of aping Forza Horizon, do you feel yep. like this has character because it just felt so empty and lifeless in Crew 2 for me?
0: Yeah, I think it does. It it's clearly going for a more lighthearted arcade thing than forza horizon now we know forza horizon as the arcadey version of forza right because it's not motorsport which is coming out so i would say you know especially as someone who kind of dives deeper into these car games the physics definitely are not as well polished as forza horizon they're just not right it's much more arcadey feeling it tries to simulate Difference between rear wheel drive, front wheel drive, mid engine, etc. It does so kind of middling, I would say. Um, you don't really feel like you have proper control of the car the same way. Not that it handles badly, right? It handles yeah. like an arcade racer. Yeah. Arcade racer with some track. wrinkles, yeah. I would say. Um, it looks really good and runs really good. I'm playing it on Series X. Uh, frame rate super smooth. It's very pretty. It's not quite up to the level of Forza Horizon, but then Forza Horizon 5 is a stunning game. You know, it's absolutely spectacular in terms of lighting and everything that goes into that. It's close, though. I mean, it's very pretty, runs very smoothly. Um, so, I, again, I, I, I don't remember a game more recently that I've played where I'm playing the game and I think, holy crap, this is 98% of a different game. You know what I mean? I mean, it's very clear what they were going for here. I do think that um, I don't think it's a bad thing because Forza Horizon is really fun. It has a big audience. It continues to be one of the top played games on Xbox Live still every week um so i think there's a big audience there um but i i don't know if it's going to separate itself out enough to really say why would i play this when i can play forza horizon i guess that's what i need to see so i'm going to spend a little more time with it in the next day or two i'll do a write-up on it this week hopefully and show you some screenshots and stuff it looks to have pretty good car variety you know there's like 564 cars i think in it, at the moment and some really kind of classic stuff that i like you know the big obviously the exotics and kind of uh, cars from the 80s, 90s and stuff. It's got some throwbacks. You know, you drive Shelby Cobra at one point. And uh, like I said, the motorcycles are a cool addition. Um, so we'll see. But I think um, it's it's very clearly a, a knockoff. And that doesn't mean it's bad. It's just, you know, it. I don't know if it has enough of its own personality.
2: Okay. So. Yeah, I feel like they've been chasing with that series. Big time. Big time. People and I think, I, I think
1: that with, against me as well as a person. Say it again. Chasing. I don't I don't think he has enough of his own personality. No.
0: I, <laughs> I just think like uh it's very clear they had one and two, and to your point, they were like, Okay, what do we do next? And it's like, well, Forza Horizon's popular, you know. Uh let's go that way. So
2: Yeah, I would like to see so. the universe where one becomes two that's based on one and, and we go down that direction because I, I think they had something interesting and I just think they lost it. I I two was so lifeless. I mean, that's the one where you're finding like likes and subscribers and pretending to be a driving YouTuber. I I mean, I just really hate it. So
1: I think this is a a series that weirdly, like a lot of car franchises have an identity crisis. Um, Yeah. Because, you see this happening a lot where games aren't really sure which direction they want to go and they kind of try one thing and then they try something completely else. Need for Speed has been doing this a ton in their games where it's just like what What are you guys? Because I feel like you knew what you were and then at some point you just you've tried so many things you don't really know where to go. Um, and I, I, I actually reviewed both of the Crew games. Crew 1 oh. and Crew 2. Uh, yeah, so back in the day. Um, and you know, I thought Crew 1 had some good ideas but didn't meet a lot of those. Mm, crew I'm 2, gonna... all... I'm not gonna argue crew that two, point. yeah crew two instead of doubling down on that idea and trying to make it better they just tried something completely different which i also thought there were some good ideas but they they actually weirdly kind of nailed the ideas in that game more in the uh the motorcycle game that we reviewed ains a while back the writer's republic kind of oh, did the yeah. same not motorcycle. Kind of, it, it's it, not motorcycle yeah extreme what sports was it?
0: like it well, it was bikes and, and stuff.
1: Toolbox. Yeah, okay. bikes and yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. I, I All I remember is gliding. I was on a, I was on wheels doing something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, they really uh, stick yeah. in
2: your brain, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, I, it's just
1: it's been so long, man. I you know you, you every, every
0: it was just, a good you know, game. We're, like we're, like we're I really we're ships
1: passing in the like. night, when you're a reviewer, Hogue. You know, you're <laughs> on to the next thing, and who can even remember what uh, dalliance you had the week before? You know, I I can't. No, so
0: literally. Alex from SG was asking me last night about Hogwarts because I reviewed Hogwarts with you as well. And he's like, when do we get the code for that? And so he's asking me questions about my review. I said, I don't remember. I have no idea. And that was February.
1: Yeah. It was February. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got the code. Uh, I got the code four days before the embargo lifted. Cause I remember I went goblin mode for that. I played the game for 48 <laughs> hours without sleeping and beat it. And then wrote my review and passed out. I remember that. Good times anytime there's a game that needs to get done and we don't have we get the code late i sometimes i get excited i hope that a triple a game comes in late you know because then i know they're gonna have to come to me you know step into my office i will i will i have no loved ones like i'll do whatever it takes i don't care but <laughs> it all all to the side for you my my game um but my yeah fear
0: is starfield like they better get that game out couple weeks in advance i I wouldn't count on it let's just
1: just say someone's on (laughs) the on the bench for that one (laughs) just in case it comes in late we'll see (laughs) we're only a couple days from august It doesn't look like starfield's
2: gonna give you a ton of time as it is
0: yeah i mean people forget september 1st is the early release right if you buy the it, or, or travis's early access release if you buy the big edition so me, i mean give me
1: six days i
0: don't care yeah you would you would think that they would get review copies out by the third week of august but we'll see Do it,
1: mr howard go ahead take it at least
2: vacation for a week. you can't beat starfield in six days can you i
0: could beat starfield in six days beat it yes see all of it probably not
1: I mean, nobody's going to see all of it in six days, but enough to review it. Absolutely, in six days. Yeah, okay. don't yeah I understand.
2: I expect it to yeah. have the same level of plotline as Skyrim. So that's <laughs> fine.
1: Exactly. You could probably beat the storyline in the first day, maybe the second day if you're taking your time, and then the rest of the review would be you doing all of the others, as much of the other stuff as you can, and just yeah, playing around see and what seeing what's in there. And, and then you would yeah. have to, you'd have to write the review like probably two to three days before the embargo, so that you have enough time for video. I'm getting excited. Am I roused? I think I'm, I i do not know what's happening. You know what? We I don't, don't know, Travis. We I hope not. Yeah. No. <laughs> is that, is that what that feels like? I've never experienced this. Um, what is this tingling? Sensations. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like to think um, of yeah. just off camera for this. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 She's just like, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that
0: poor lady. But the, <laughs> to close out on a uh, crew motor fest, the one thing I would say it does have is some really nice, uh, uh, presentation like it's got actual i started the 911 series of course you can do the porsche series which makes sense for me uh so i started that and you get like uh, it has actual racing footage from porsche through the decades right like real racing footage and talking about their history and stuff which i love that kind of stuff in a car game because it pays homage to the brands and stuff which is really neat so it's got some really neat stuff like that in it but we'll see i'll write more on it later this week so more to come on that um The other thing I wanted to talk about very quickly is a game called Kill Squad, which is uh, a game that released, I believe, last year on PC only, Steam only. I think it was last year. You can check me. Uh, It's basically a top-down, isometrical uh, ARPG, again, like shooter, twin-stick shooter, uh, that can be played in four-player co-op. And its loot system is kind of similar in a way to Destiny, almost. Uh, where that you do these like 10 to 15 minute, like think of them as these kind of 2D top-down strikes. And then at the end, you get a chest, which will give you like a mod and a weapon, et cetera, et cetera, that you can get that's all randomized. And then over time, you build your character power and weapon power uh, through materials and, you know, doing these missions over and over again. Um, So I played that with Alex. He's going to do a write-up on it for us at SG. Uh, We played for a little while last night, played a little earlier in the week. And uh, it's, it's okay it's it's getting a little more enjoyable as you get a little deeper into it and things start to open up a little bit but the level design is pretty basic the combat's pretty basic um the the kind of music you know there's just a lot of things that are very kind of straightforward and basic in the game from a design perspective what game is this but, uh, kill, squad. kill squad one word um yeah like i said released-
1: why wouldn't it be compound <laughs> word, <Kill Squad. laughs> one word
0: it's mm-hmm. releasing or it just released on playstation this week, like thursday or friday and, um, so we were checking out the console release of it and, right. uh, you know, if you like that co-op kind of top-down shooter, you may enjoy
1: it. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I'll give you this kill squad as a single word, but it's a last name of a star Wars character. Oh yeah. My name's Jorik kill squad. You know, <laughs> would you go for that? Does that make sense for you? Yeah. I, I gotta tell you
2: the chances of me purchasing a game called kill squad are exceedingly low.
1: okay but what if it was a star wars game and the main character's name was jorik kill squad would you go for that at all i would chalk that up to being at roughly the writing caliber of modern star wars so no, How how dare you sir how dare you go read you know here here i'm gonna do a psa i don't normally do you should read books you should read books, everybody. I did There's read some books. Great... And where There's did it some... get me, right? They
2: took away all my stories, Travis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, th- not those books. Those books were bad, largely. You should read the current books, the High Republic books. I would like to recommend them. I'm currently I, reading all I of the High read Republic, Republic books. I have Light
0: of
2: the Jedi. Again. I have great book. not read any of the other ones.
1: Oh, you should. You should. They get good. You know, you got a, the, the the Rising Storm. Yeah, good. Good, good I, book. Here, I, I, I hear get I good? The Light of
2: the Jedi. That is what I've read.
1: Okay, well, anyway... I'm I'm rereading all the High Republic books, so you know you should read books. There's a lot of good Star Wars out there. Just not all of it is I have been reading books, effect.
2: but I have moved away from Star Wars books. I don't have a lot of faith in Disney.
1: That's uh it's, a, it's a, a, fool, a foolish thing to do. A foolish thing to Travis, do.
2: Travis, you seem actually hurt by that. I I, <laughs> I still love Star Wars. I just don't like where it's going. I don't going. know if
1: you I don't know if you do. I don't know if you do.
0: Mm. <sighs>
1: I don't think I don't think you love you love me anymore, hoke That's Star Wars. Yeah, we had we yeah, had something.
0: You're, you're falling um, out.
1: Yeah, you're like that shush comment. Uh, you know. And now I wear a bra. I don't. I don't cook for you anymore. And, <laughs> you got to do this still. in the Raymond
0: voice, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> no, you I never call anymore, Hogue. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. We had something. I
1: thought I thought we had a good relationship. I don't hear me anymore. You know?
2: No, I what what have I been reading? I've been I've been trying to branch out a little bit.
1: You look like you're looking for. Your <laughs> that, was the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that was yeah I, I, yeah. <laughs>
3: For book. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah.
1: He's lost.
0: I have He's been left. reading something else. Yeah.
1: I have. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I can't uh, find uh, it though, so I can't oh Oh, it. that's an instruction manual. Are you okay over there? It's just occupancy reading. like, like how to change your plumbing. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> see, this is what no. I read now nice
0: there you go there you go go.
1: it's a little little sadder of a reading menu i I would say (laughs) i would love it i would love it if you'd write reviews of your occupational material that would be great Uh, (laughs) that would be part of my therapist
0: (laughs) oh my gosh um anything else game-wise you've been uh playing you want to touch on guys
2: yeah actually so i talked about diablo 4 season one we've talked about remnant 2 i was also playing final fantasy 16 as i said hustled to the end and then went back to play like the 35 subquests that they add right at the end i actually have to say that they did a lot to kind of close character arcs and give i don't know what to call it exactly pre-epilogues because it happens before the end of the game but it's really kind of telling you where people are going in the directions that things are going to go in the world after the end of the game um, that I really liked. It was too much, like in terms of the way that the pacing works, just dumping three dozen side quests on you at the end. But I really liked it. That continues to be one of my favorite games of the year. I'm playing a really weird RPG on PlayStation called Lisa. I don't know if you know this one. This one actually came to my attention when people had flagged me in a press release from the company that makes this game. For the changes they had to make to various item descriptions for sony and nintendo
0: oh okay and
2: and because of that i was intrigued by what this game was it's like an old 2d kind of earthbound looking rpg based in the post-apocalypse
0: it says lisa the painful rpg
2: it's both lisa the painful and lisa the joyful I told you it was weird. You know what? I I,
1: I think I'm going to stick with Kill Squad on this one, one word. I, I, this sounds like a lot easier easier for me to find in the store. Ask
0: me I've, I've, what I, I was just,
2: playing. This is what I'm playing. All,
0: all I did was put it in the Google Lisa game, and there's a picture that comes up with a guy with a beard with a red baseball cap with his belly sticking out holding a baseball bat. Is this a
1: Steam game? Because this sounds awfully like a game that's only on Steam.
0: I mean, I'm sure it was a PC game
2: first. Okay. <clears throat> um. So I'm playing Lisa. That's been interesting. Um, it came out in not- 2014. Well, it came wow. to PlayStation last week.
0: Okay, that's a long that's a long journey. <laughs> 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 like, like, what? Okay, cool. Yeah, well, so All I've been right.
2: that. That's been weird. Um, and then <laughs> Pikmin 4. We really should talk about Pikmin 4. Oh,
1: we should. Yeah, yeah. Should Let's we? Talk about Pikmin. We really should. Ames, All right, Dan, you know what? Dan, I'm tired Dan. of your negativity. Dan, I'm tired of over. it. <laughs> you listen to your Dan, Take over Ames. hosting. I got I Pro- something just Ames, came up. I got I run. Go listen, to run. I need to call Ames out. <laughs> Ames, just because they're Pikmin doesn't mean you can pick on them. Okay? They are... I expect creatures. better from you, sir. That they wasn't are... that wasn't great.
2: Ains, you knows hate... that they are based around the pick, pick carrots of the Hokotake planet.
1: Obviously, yep. never heard of that before.
2: That's in the description. You're you're,
1: you're, you're the reason deforestation is happening because <laughs> you're you you do not stand by your 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 plant life brethren, you know, and you really ought yeah. to, really ought <laughs> to. And if you don't like a dog with no nose. Pikmin four has a dog with no nose. Um, it? well oh, it's okay. not exactly
2: a dog. It also has
1: only two legs. But And no nose, ain't or Hogue. That's the important part. It's got no well, nose. Most at of all. the
2: Pikmin don't have noses. Only the red Pikmin have noses. Check it out. They only
1: they barely have faces. <laughs> Check it out. Check it out.
0: <laughs> look into it look into it
1: <laughs> educate yourself <laughs> what's yourself? the
0: lore behind only the red Pikmin having noses uh, I need the water lore is
1: lore. So, so
2: wait one of the loading screens right is like a little Pikmin in the corner walking forward and my daughter says what color Pikmin is that dad and it's blue in the in the outline in the loading screen and I said well, I don't know it looks like a Pikmin and she's like no it's the red Pikmin they're the only ones with noses and I'm like really oh <laughs> see so you know, get daughters. But Pikmin <laughs> 4 Pikmin Four is one of those really cool games where you don't know quite what to expect. And for the first little bit, you think it might just be doing the same thing it's always done. And then it just keeps opening up new stuff. So if you like the first couple pip- Pikmin, Pikmin 4 is definitely a must-have. And it is going to do a lot more cool things that you're not expecting than I even want to go into right, right now.
1: Yes, Uh, I have not played much of Pikmin 4, but I will say so far it is a delight. I am very excited to play more of it in my free time. I still also have to play more than 10 hours of Tears of the Kingdom. What am I doing with my life? Uh, And I'm very excited with the dog with no nose and two legs to uh, hang out with. It's going to be great. And these games are the re- part of the reason I really love them is because they're so different in pace and tone than a lot of games I play. And I think we need more stuff like Pikmin in the world. And it's just, you know, I love remnant and I've been playing it for dozens and dozens of hours the past couple of weeks. But like, there's a lot of games that look like remnant and feel like remnant. There's plenty of souls likes there are really no games like Pikmin out there. And there's something to be said about uniqueness and people trying new things. And, and <coughs> Pikmin is a very weird game that does a lot of new stuff. And I'm, I'm just now, excited. Now,
2: on the it. note of there are no other Pikmin games out there, I would like to talk about the other games like Pikmin that I also enjoy playing. Um, now, one of these is a defunct series called Overlord, which I have played, is an old gem. So well, the first check, one go, was go check yeah. out Overlord if you can. I remember
0: Overlord, yeah.
2: The second game which came cool. out. I think it was available on Game Pass for a little bit last year. It might still be on Game Pass. I don't know. Is called Tinykin, which, like, yes. apparently the Crew series is just awesome. a naked ripoff of of Pikmin. But go play it. It's it's cool. And Pikmin, if you don't know, as a series, is essentially an environmental puzzle game. And. Is very chill, and you get a little army of guys that come with you that you have to figure out how to deploy across a number of obstacles in order to gain access to different areas of a map. And depending on which Pikmin you're playing, to get treasures or juice or to pay off your student loans. What'd you call it- me?
1: <laughs> I called <laughs> you juice. <laughs> what did you say about my treasure? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes uh
2: but it's <laughs> a very cool series that has a very cool as travis suggests tone and kind of pacing because you can only be out during the day or maybe not but you'll see uh you can only be out during the day and so you have to do what you want to accomplish in a set amount of time before coming back into the ship each day and keeping track of how you are progressing what what did i say that was so funny
1: I'm laughing because Ains is
0: laughing. <laughs> this, <really> co- <laughs> <what I mean. laughs> this conversation just in general just got really, just really got to me. All and, right. Well, last
2: <laughs> chat Pikmin does call it a dog.
0: It's just oh not my really God. a dog.
2: He has a leaf tail. He's like a Pikmin
0: <laughs> dog.
3: <laughs> what in the oh, oh, dog? It's yeah. yeah. like I a was... Pikmin dog.
1: There's a lot of cool what? stuff happening in, in games that don't fit the, maybe <laughs> the box you've put yourself in of the, the level of games you oh, like. Man. And my point is oh, you should try man. other stuff. One of the games I, I want to talk fair, about that fair. I played this week that I've, I've almost beaten. And I, I'm <laughs> so glad I, I put the time aside to play this game uh, is a game called ghost trick. It's
0: oh yeah. Yeah. I've heard game. good things about yeah. that. It's
1: ghost an old game. Tricky. It's an old game that they remastered, but it's from the creator of Ace Attorney. I believe it was his first game. And uh, I have just, played it because i had missed that game back when it was on the ds or whatever platform it was on i actually don't really know uh game Boy advance i, I can't it was, no, it's no, an old it game was a ds game as a matter of DS fact game?
2: what you're playing on the switch is kind of reorganized because it used to have images that went across both screens
1: uh i'm playing it on xbox weirdly uh oh. but yeah i yeah uh but i'm i'm almost done with it and i gotta say the story has really surprised me it starts off with like very stupid stuff which that's like an ace attorney thing where they they make you think that it's dumb and then the farther you get into it you're like oh damn this is like substantial like they put time into this and they set themselves up for like a, a, a series of big reveals at the end and i'm just turning the corner on getting some of those payoffs and it's just a great feeling um and a cool game that i i'm i'm probably going to finish it uh today or tomorrow before I start my review, my next a couple of reviews. So, and it has a, um, a talking yeah.
2: lamp
0: and a dog with a nose. It has a
1: talking lamp and a dog with nine I tails. I prefer my
0: and dogs to have things. noses, typically.
1: Really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What about what if the dog is a ghost?
0: It is a ghost dog. It is a That's ghost fine. dog. Yeah, okay. ghost dogs are fine.
1: Ghost dogs are. They cool. still keep having noses, but they don't really yeah. have noses because it's ectoplasm, right? It's not real.
2: I don't think Fair. they describe what. Makes up the ghost in Ghost Trick, so...
1: Okay, but... Does, that's the trick. We can agree the ghost. Is, <laughs> that's the trick. <laughs> I hate you so much for saying that. That was the dumbest thing that you could have said. Yeah, but I knew I knew it would get you. Yeah, it did get me though. <laughs> that's the trick. Yep. a yeah, yeah. squad yeah. here. Oh my god! All right, I'm moving on. Anyway, I think we're all way trick. too
0: tired. Honestly, yeah. I'm way too let's, tired. Yeah, what's
1: up with the energy in this this chat today? I don't know what it is, but I kind of like it. It playing it fast.
0: Oh my god! By the way, while you guys have been talking, I've been looking at Lisa because I'm intrigued. And <laughs> oh, I bought um, it. Very- well,
1: I bought it right <laughs> after Hogue recommended it. I buy games uh, on the show clear. more
2: often than I care to admit. To be clear, I think if you look at the tape, I didn't recommend it. I said I'm playing it.
0: By the way, if you the the twenty dollar edition is Lisa the Painful. If you buy the definitive edition for twenty five dollars, you get Lisa the Painful and Lisa the Joyful.
2: That's what I bought. What? Wait, Wait, games, what? man. Which version did I just buy? Which, are there they different <laughs> games? Yes, there there are two games and the definitive edition comes with both. There are even two different applications on your well, And
0: the funny thing is it, there's Lisa the Painful definitive edition for 20. Then there's just Lisa definitive edition for 25, which includes the... Lisa the Painful and Lisa the Joyful.
1: See, I bought the $20 definitive edition of Lisa the Painful. Now, You're now, only gonna now, now pain. what do I do? No joy. Now, what do I do? This no is, joy. This no is, joy. This no is honestly, honestly, I get why they call this game the Painful. I'm upset right now. <laughs> I didn't do it. The eight Hogue, you've led me astray. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to go buy it. I, mean, I didn't know that either. This is whose fault could this be? Because I don't feel like it should be mine alone. Okay. I will, take, I will take the blame. You
0: have to but, refund it now. Good but luck. now. I have to refund
1: it and buy Lisa the normal. Lisa the, <laughs> the, the a la carte. You're going to play the first five minutes of this game, and you're going to be like, what the hell? That Honestly, a lot of the games you recommend are like that. You recommended this game. I don't remember the name of it, but it was a girl running through pages of a book. And my fiance was like, that sounds good. Let's play that. And we played it, and she was like, I don't know why he brought this game up. I don't like it. Okay, it to be clear, easy. I
2: did recommend that one. So you, you recommended that, that, one on that one,
1: and my fiance was disgruntled by <laughs> your I'm recommendation. I'm sorry I put your relationship at risk. <laughs> See, the, I, the I disgruntled. Did. no, honestly, the the wedding is <laughs> off. And yeah. frankly, you I don't know to do with it. Well, <laughs> I don't recommend.
2: I don't recommend you lead off with a Lisa playthrough because it's super weird.
1: Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna open the application. I'm gonna hand her the controller, and I'm gonna say, "Hog did this to you." i <laughs> okay? recommended this.
2: Hope, I uh, no! I'm gonna say, "Hog did this opposite. to you."
1: Yeah, <laughs> Lisa the both. Somebody says that <laughs> should be yeah indeed, the right.
0: disgruntled. this is your game now in real life Lisa
1: the Lisa the disgruntled
0: <laughs> it's, All right.
2: just, it's performative art. it really is the painful.
0: <laughs> we got some funny super chats here. Do this conversation. we're going to jump to these. Let's get them. Dano in the house
2: Dano
3: contribu- <laughs> contribution so Dan stays awake i'm I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs>
0: I'm go. I'm just he's just enjoying care. his time. you know yeah. he's hanging out.
3: you know what I'm not doing right now stuff that i don't want to be doing so you know, <laughs> this is all great
1: <laughs> dada thank lisa you so the, lisa the joyful is ten dollars standalone which makes me think like are they making a comment about how what, like what joy, platform are you looking at joy is cheaper or is it is it part of a i just want to know is it like an intention are they trying to say like are they making a statement like if you lisa pay joyful more it's is,
0: more painful i mean it makes sense yeah
1: Least of the Painful costs twice as much. Like, is there something to that? Was that part of like their, the game is the store? Is buying the game, the game? Like there's no game. It's literally just like you figuring out Who which version it? to get is the game. Is that, oh my God, I'm, cha- I'm changing my game of the year list. Ames, <laughs> pull it up we're getting at least the, the experience pull it up As, pull it up Let's
2: do it. man i wish i could be there for you to actually play some of this because it is wild
1: oh boy yeah i know i'm looking at the art and i'm just like i'm just gonna pretend i didn't see any of that because i feel like it'll fester in the back of my brain if i if i confront what i'm looking at right now i will tell um, you that
2: i went to a rest point in order to heal up and when i woke up i was shot in the head that's how
1: this bro. game works that happened to my cousin. Spoilers.
3: Yes. There it went. Now I don't have to play the game. Thank Thank all you. right. Oh, that Move is San on. Francisco.
1: Hello. Get
3: go. We've got an episode of this podcast to Hitman so that we can hear more from Dan. Listen, you guys, why are all these Dan super chats? Because I like them. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm good.
0: i like my
3: my level of participation dan comes to the
0: cast to relax
1: yes yeah this is like me like going to the spa (laughs) listen we met dan we met dan because he was just a viewer and we were like do you want to just like sit we need a fourth square do you just want to watch the show like on camera yeah Yeah, we need somebody who sucks at most games uh that can just come in and make terrible, terrible comments. That's me.
2: <laughs> Look,
1: it I love works. Dan because he is the every gamer of all of us. He is the every gamer. And I, I think it's nice because I get a little check in. I get to see how probably most people feel based on <laughs> Dan's reaction and his facial expressions. And it keeps mm-hmm. me grounded. And I need to be kept grounded, as many Uh of you know.
0: I just gifted gifted him. Why did that just pop up? Oh, did you do that, I I,
2: I was going to say, I like like this comment because it says, ironically, Lisa is about Catherine, 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 and Catherine. Because Lisa is actually about a guy named Brad. (laughs) 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 Hey, guys, I'm done.
1: We He's logging <laughs> off.
3: Dan's work here is done. <laughs> done.
0: I'm gone. I don't know what just happened. I actually just I, gifted Dan Lee at least a definitive edition.
1: I'll be honest, I've never been more confused no, no. about a game or what it was. Guys, or what it is. Quick
0: huddle between the, the L squares. If Dan loses the bet, let's make him play Lisa instead of Oxen Free 2.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't. Could we convince him that it's the same game? He doesn't know that much. Maybe We could be like, "Oh yeah," and then as an epilogue to Oxenfree 2, you like there's this other chapter called Lisa, and it's divided into two parts, two separate games. You got to buy both. Dan, you
0: remember that character in Oxenfree, Brad? Yeah, Lisa's about that. Yeah, he'll probably buy it. Honestly, he's not. He doesn't know what's
1: going on. He know. Reading stuff right now on this game, and
2: I, we're gonna change yeah. the title of this. Don't one. do that,
3: Dan. I started doing that.
0: And I, I felt yeah, weird never halfway since. through and I'm done. Yeah. So, all right.
3: Shoosh. Shoosh. Hey, Dan, I'm also confused by all this.
1: I want to go for a beer. I don't drink, <laughs> but I will join you for a Coca-Cola. For wow, sure. Wow. He doesn't even drink oh, no. all no. the ices that Dan has. <laughs> he won't. He's not even someone you can have a beer with. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> listen, it's, That's it's Twinkies
3: or beer. So you just gotta you prioritize, you know, I'm going to eat this giant pizza
1: by myself. That is a very, very know, strange forced uh, decision. There, it's Twinkies <laughs> or beer. Sounds like a very strange line in the sand to draw in life. But you know
0: what? <laughs> By the way, you, Dan, we have another. Thank you, Shoes. Appreciate you. Rob.
1: <laughs> to Train Valley Two, my addiction for the past week. Also, include the word "hitman" for Dan. <laughs> we Dan's,
0: got four Dan super chats in a row. Four super
1: chats That's pretty in a good. Row. Dan's look. We're all here just for fun but dan's the only one bringing in money you know what i mean <laughs> people are people are super chatting for that guy so oh, right
0: uh i don't know what train valley 2 is by the way rob no, um no but no. i'll look it up oh it's less confusing than lisa and i don't even know what it is i promise
2: train so. games are awesome i love train <laughs> games
0: <laughs> thank you oh my gosh all right i don't even know where we were honestly um that
1: was what we were playing
0: which yeah, I yeah, that was, that was play. currently playing,
1: and I think now we're at the end of the show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, Hogue, did you want to comment quickly on uh, Xbox and ABK being delayed to October, which you talked about uh, as a possibility last week being delayed? Uh, we saw three months here and said, I think the 30 days you said, you know, sometimes it is. Um, Yeah, I would have advanced
2: 30 days. It it would seem to me, based on what was released to us, that it's a 90-day extension, which suggests that one side or another thought 60 days was appropriate, and the other side asked for 30 more. That tends to be how this goes. Gotcha. So delayed to October is probably a little bit strong. It's probably going to close before the October, I think it's October 18th date now, because I keep saying 30 and 90, but lawyers don't like math, so we just use the date in the next month. So mm-hmm. October 18th is 90 days from July 18th. Don't look it up. Just trust us.
0: It's easier that way. Yeah. Okay. But and you, so think, I, I would you expect think there's a possibility September. they close before that date? Yeah, I September. would expect
2: September. I would think one of the parties, probably Microsoft, was aimed at a 60-day closing and agreed okay. to a 30-day more than that. That tends to be how this goes. 30, 60, or 90 were really the choices. I had advocated for 30 last week because I didn't think that they were was a lot to solve. And I thought that we're closer logistically. The one thing that you can take from 90 days is that I don't think Microsoft was close logistically really at all. And when when I say logistically, I mean you got to get a bunch of signatures in one room and you got to get a bunch of money moved around the world and they weren't ready for that. Gotcha. Mm. Okay.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. <clears throat> so obviously we'll keep you posted on that. It seems yeah. like at least probably for the coming weeks there really won't be a whole lot on this um, in the, the the near term. Is that fair to say?
2: Oh, yeah. I wouldn't expect much of anything. I mean, I think that the United Kingdom CMA, the Competition Markets Authority, is going to be looking at some kind of structural proposal. You saw some people online pulling out aspects of the amended merger agreement and talking about that structure, which has Microsoft and Activision allowed to kind of restructure the deal around the edges without having to go and re-amend the agreement. So one would expect that they are going to agree to some kind of restructuring or divestiture or both to get the United Kingdom to agree to everything and then move forward from there. But the United Kingdom, at least right now, has said that they haven't seen the proposal, which is a surprise to me based on the timing of Microsoft agreeing to delay their appeal. But if that's in fact the case, we don't know what they're going to do or how long they're going to take. So that's why you see 90 days is that they're giving the United Kingdom enough time to essentially decide that this is okay with them.
0: They're being...
2: I don't know how how I would describe this. In interpersonal terms, they're being polite. They could push harder on this. They could knock in the door a little bit more. But as we say in economics and game theory, it's not a single-play game, right? So Microsoft has to continue to work in the United Kingdom, has to continue to interact with various regulatory bodies there. They don't just want to be a bull in a china shop or assholes that are otherwise getting this deal across the finish line, hell or high water. So it appears they're trying to take a polite approach with the CMA. And to some extent with the FTC, although a little less polite there.
0: Yeah. And by the way, you just swear, swore for the third time. So, yeah. It's I, over. Mean, I appreciate it. But
1: that's it. He, he, yeah. summoned, he summoned the Candyman. I don't know what happened. <laughs> he Hogue summoned just... Lisa, the, the, the,
0: Lisa the painful yeah. now. Hey. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't
2: even realize I'm doing it. So they got that going for you. That's pretty
1: good. That's, that's pretty cool, good. Man. We've reached cool. a new level of, of, of Hogue not caring.
0: That's pretty <laughs> Well, as always, appreciate the insight, the clarity, and obviously, when uh, any news does drop on that, we'll have more on that in the uh, in the future. I think uh, the uh, last thing I want to mention was about Sam, Di- Sam, Sam Diego, San Diego Comic Con that's going on um, right now, and a couple game related news items out of there. And I know this one um, I was talking to Dan about specifically because of Spider Man. So Spider Man Two PlayStation announced is going to get a uh, a theme to bundle. Uh, where you can buy a PS5 console with themed uh, Spider-Man 2 plates and controller. They are also selling the controller and the plates separately, obviously, if you already have a PS5 and just want to put those on. What do you guys think about this in general? Um, I I know we were joking prior to the show, but for me, I I don't know what it is about PlayStation-themed stuff. Like, I want to spend spend money on freaking everything gaming-related. I want to buy themed stuff for PlayStation. I just feel they do a really poor job of their designs. Like, who designs this stuff? It looks very cheap to me all the time. The Hogwarts controller, the Final Fantasy controller, the Spider-Man controller, they all look very generic like Mad Cats designed them or something.
2: I don't tend to be a theme oh, console God. guy. I think the, the only one I can even think of buying recently was I got the I got the Tears of the Kingdom Switch because I thought it was cool looking, but okay. Not not usually what I go for either way. But yeah, I, I tend the to Tears agree. Of I don't
0: the think. Kingdom Switch too.
2: I don't think the spider-man playstation is very impressive
1: no. the the original i prefer the original spider-man playstation which is the, the st- stock default ps3 with the look with the with the, with, f- with the text font the font the font that said playstation 3 oh. that was in the exact <laughs> like, font of spider-man it was literally a spider-man concept
0: no it was definitely but like even the even the playstation 4 like they had a red console and put a white sticker on it. And it's like, you can't do anything better than that?
1: Wait, 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 wait. PlayStation 4 also had the custom Destiny console, which is one of the more beautiful consoles in
0: games. They had a couple cool PS4s. I actually have a couple sitting yeah. around. I got the God of War one yeah. right there, which is
1: I mean, I mean, bad. in general, I would say themed consoles are pretty hit or miss. So this was a oh, miss. Oh, for sure. I, I, th- I think for it's sure. a miss. I saw it, and I was immediately like, you know, glossed over. I don't care. Move on. Yeah, no. That said, I'm no, buying no. the black Xbox Series S. What's wrong with me?
0: <laughs> mm. Dan, Spider-Man it's, man, because it's extra it's, storage. It's yeah. Extra storage. Trailer, totally
1: Trailer looked
3: good. uh The console itself looks like, but uh, but you know, there's there's so many other options to go. I mean, you can go to uh was it like toasty stickers or I think that's what they're called. You can get like a. To which is what I did. And I, I just got like a giant sticker that went on the side of mine. I've got like three different sets of,
1: uh, is your PlayStation plates. still made of leather? Has that burned up yet? No, that is not. I,
3: I, 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 like I forgot about that. Yes. I, I still, have, I don't have the leather in the center anymore. Now it's like a, it's like a matte black kind of thing. Uh, it's called the icon thing from a, it's from a D brand actually. Uh,
1: what, what's that guy's yeah. name? The, the tech guy, Marquis.
0: Deep brand's the company that basically Dan, tells PlayStation, "Screw you, we're gonna do what we want." Yeah,
1: and yeah, really place. misses the days of owning a Motorola razor, where he could uh, snap off that plastic, you know, frame and and you know put put a bejeweled one on or oh, yeah, you know a, a cus, custom, I Remember those days? Ones. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. Were the, oh yeah, the those colored the, Nokia's. Yeah, those were the yeah. days, bro. it put, yeah. oh, I want some flowers on my case. Yeah, I'll just three, snap uh, HD, I don't know what
0: the hell that is. Marcus, Marcus Brownley, is that here, you're talking?
3: Yeah, that's. Cool. He's got like a. It's called Icons, and he's he did a thing with Deep Brain, and it's it's just like a matte black, these little, kind of icons on them. Anyway, that's what's on it now, and just the standard, black, plates. But I, I've got a Spider-Man one, that I got from somewhere, and you know, it's cheaper probably too, just to you know grab the twenty-dollar sticker or whatever it is for the for the plates. I don't even know why they try. I'm excited for the game though, and the the trailer
0: looks good. Um, That's what I was going to ask you guys. I'm not. Yeah. This isn't a game for me personally, but I know uh, the story trailer. Quite a few people seem pretty hyped about it.
3: Yeah, I want to see where it goes. I want to. It's going to be great. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be really good. Awesome. But Insomniac is also one of my favorite developers,
2: if not.
0: I think they're the there. best Sony has. Yeah,
3: I think so. Yep. Well, for sure,
1: it's a good buy.
2: Yeah.
3: They just seem to good. do a really good job all the time, and they're able to optimize their game as well. They, you know, yep. it's just, they just do a good job. So I'm excited for it, man. That's probably the, the one coming out
2: from here to the end of the year that I'm most excited about the Spider-Man.
3: Yeah.
0: That doesn't surprise me. I mean, that's your, that's your jam right there. So. Yep.
2: Spider-Man cool. two and Alan Wake two come out within like three days of each other. It's just yeah a tough week. <laughs> I don't
0: have to yeah. Worry about that. And, and something else we, I know we talked about it before, but there's something else that same week too. That's big. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's 4th, okay. uh, right? It's the end of October. 4th <clears throat> well,
0: yeah, uh, is, uh, is that week. Yeah, October 13th or 10th, I think. Um, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, that's cool. Um, and then. Um, I don't know. I can't remember if any of you guys are big Mortal Kombat fans. I'll be honest with you, my brain. But uh, Mortal Kombat 1, uh, Ed Boon and the group there at uh, NetherRealm or San Diego Comic-Con, and they obviously announced that part of the combat pack that they do with the characters is going to include Takeda and Ermac and Quan Chi, which are kind of classic MK characters. People very excited about Takeda. Um, But then it's also going to include Homelander, Peacemaker, and Omni-Man as kind of these, you know, themed cameos that they like to do in their games um so people seem to be pretty excited about that i'm one of the weird ones that doesn't like the cameos really personally um because, i like the cameos I,
2: but to me it feels like they ran out they ran out of interesting people to add and so here's omni man and homelander
1: wait homelander <laughs> i thought was a great ad did you because because they already <laughs> developed the moveset for superman <coughs> and justice homelander it <laughs> He fits right in with Mortal Kombat. He feels like a Mortal Kombat character, both in attitude and in goriness. I think that's a great ad. I'll be honest that Omni-Man did nothing for me and uh, John Cena as a peacemaker. I was peacemaker. like, okay, whatever. But yeah, I thought Homelander was a, I was like, oh, that's a good one. That's a good idea. It fits right in. Well, and, and it will yeah. coincide
0: with the boys coming back later this year too, season four. So Yeah, it, it
1: just,
2: the cameos now at this point, and maybe it's live services as well. It just feels like Fortnite. Right, it's like whatever.
1: I I wouldn't describe Mortal Kombat as live service.
2: Uh, Right, I I wouldn't describe Mortal Kombat as live service either. I'm saying I think he meant and live live service service games. Yeah, that we're used to seeing IPs and advertising for whatever the current movie or TV show is coming out. It's just not that impressive. And yeah, to me, this particular group feels like oh, we've got cameos at home.
0: I just think that, like, I mean,
2: uh,
1: Fortnite recently did Dragon Ball. That was pretty sweet. Did you see that?
0: Yeah, I did not.
2: No, I I, I mean, the last thing I saw Fortnite run was Transformers. Right?
1: Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I'll, I'll just remember. Dragon Ball happened like earlier this year, and I thought that was one of the better crossovers <clears throat> they've ever done. They got the art style perfect. You run around and you feel like you're... Quite, quite I, see, Japanese my favorite and, like,
2: stuff in Fortnite is still the the Dune stuff they ran from a couple of years ago because it's just ridiculous looking. I love to roll <laughs>
1: in with Paul Atreides
2: being super serious.
1: I like Star Wars, I mean, obviously. Yeah, but Star uh,
2: Wars so. has been in video games enough where it's like, yep, they're Star Wars.
1: You're like, that's just a check on your list. I yeah,
2: you know, it's it's not a lot of games that have
1: Paula Trayvon. But how, in how many of them can Darth Vader dab?
2: <laughs> well, that's the fun, right? You get you get that's, these that's various the characters to do ridiculous dances. But <laughs> like
0: Kratos. Mortal Kombat,
2: um, I think, it should be great. I love NetherRealm stuff, and I think that they do some of the best single-player fighting game stuff in the business. Yes, But the cameos themselves are not driving my interest.
0: No, they don't. What I was going to say is that Mortal Kombat has such a history now, and there's so many characters that they have created through the decades for Mortal Kombat that there's always characters in Mortal Kombat lore that are left out because they obviously can't have, like, 50 playable characters. Um, It's like I'd much rather just see three more characters from Mortal Kombat history than um, the cameos. But, of course, I understand why they do the cameos. I mean, I get it, but just doesn't do much for me, personally.
2: Well, you know, I I like the Terminator, and I I like some of the things that they've added in the past, but these ones in particular, just, you know, you you got Amazon Prime show characters. I'm just not, it's not the same level of interest. (laughs) Bro. Man, wait till they bring the Wheel of Time guys in.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Mortal Kombat I mean, One DLC Pack Two Willow. But come on, the the yeah, boys yeah. is like a big. That's a big yeah. that's and a it's a comic, not really just a right show,
0: right? Yeah. It's a show based on a comic. Yeah.
2: But. Well, that model is certainly the dude from the show, right? It is, but but well, my yes, point is but. that
1: the the boys is like a it's it's big. Like you, you can reduce it to oh, it's an Amazon Prime show, and yeah, most Amazon Prime shows nobody watches, but the boys is like the exception. That's like a that's a huge. It so right was invincible, now. though. I
2: mean, you'd have to look at you the know, numbers, right. but I, I just think this might be an echo chamber circle type thing. I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a super pop culture invested Man. show. It's certainly not Terminator and Alien and some of the other things that
1: they've added oh, in the sure. past. Well, Terminator and Alien are more from your era. I think that there's a whole group of younger people that probably. Identify more with Homelander and also I would
2: not
1: identify with him, but they, you know, they're more familiar with him. And I would also, I hope you don't
0: identify with him, but also,
1: yeah, I hope not. (laughs) I, I would also wager that there's a lot of overlap with people who watch the boys and people who like Mortal Kombat. Those show, I mean, come on. That's the to me. That's like if if you play Mortal Kombat and watch the boys. Like I know exactly what you're doing on the weekends. You know I'd I mean? rather like, people watch
0: good shows, but you're a probably lot of San right. Francisco hellos. Am I right? A lot of San Francisco hellos
1: <laughs> happening in that guy's weekend. Yeah, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> oh my um, god!
1: Um,
2: I don't mind the boys, by the way, but it, I I don't love it.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, you cannot like that show, and I would be like, all right, that's understandable. It's a little extreme. It's it's a very specific type of show, but also lots of people do like it. I I don't think the Homelander is a minor get. I think that's like a pretty that's impressive one. I don't know about the other ones. I'm with you on some of the other ones. Omni Man, I'll be honest, I don't even know who the heck that is. It's Come the on,
2: Amazon Prime show. <laughs> I was waiting it's for a day.
0: Okay.
3: what I mean, what is happening here? I got it's
2: called here. Invincible. It it's
3: invincible. You've never seen that show? Nope. Travis is right up your alley. Oh my god, go watch it. Go watch it. I've seen <laughs> right. and it is invincible. I'll watch man, it man. if I don't
1: get a it's San Francisco. It's actually a very way.
0: highly rated show. To be serious, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it, but I know it is. It's, Look, it's, I don't watch shows. Animated. I don't watch anime, guys. I don't watch.
1: Is, that's
2: the Amazon Prime motto. I haven't watched no. it, but I hear it's good. That's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> kind of true. Yeah.
3: Apple TV I through, shows I as said well. the Terminal List. You know, with, uh, what's his face? Chris Apple Pratt. TV.
2: Now, you see, if they added Ted Lasso to Mortal Kombat 1, I'm there. Yes.
3: Yeah, that would be awesome. Roy Kent would be probably a
2: little
3: bit better.
0: But he just more. says but...
2: believe as he tears your head off. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then the crowd start, you hear the crowd chant for him as you're playing. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Or Trent Krim, Independent. That's that right. be amazing. Uh, the the independent. independent. The Independent,
2: yeah, sorry. That's, that's uh, his character <laughs> name. It's just The Independent.
0: Independent. I'm just going to let
2: this
1: conversation wash over me as I don't understand, so let's move on you need wow. to watch Ted Lasso, great show I know. everybody says more. that and I say to them no I don't, watch me you not do that
0: you no, should sure
2: watch Ted Lasso but you are missing out on good content
1: I yes. hear that it's funny
0: it's great um, <laughs> alright with, with that, with the, the topic then we'll close on the last thing of uh, Twisted Metals this week, boys yeah, speaking cares. of high tier <laughs> TV cares. show content Twisted Metal launches in four days as we're talking right now. This week I'd
1: rather rather drag myself over Twisted Metal than watch that movie. I swear (laughs) to God. Or Anthony
2: Mackey's career. Don't man. I don't know. What is he doing? Uh, he got he did a terrible season of a Netflix show. Now he's doing a Mm. terrible Peacock show. He did a terrible Disney Plus show. He's just going through the streamers. Was
1: the terrible Disney Plus show the hawkeye one was that
2: falcon in the winter soldier no. he's falcon. falcon he's not hawkeye wrong bird I,
1: I dude i can't keep track of it <laughs> i can't keep track of all these heroes i knew he was in i know he's in the mcu that's I, I don't i don't know much about what's going on with the mcu yeah. right now
2: yes falcon in the winter soldier was god
0: awful yeah he was in a black mirror i'll give him that was he that was good yeah and one episode i mean it's black mirror he's in one episode right wait the most recent season Oh, this is okay. Uh, yeah, based on that
1: answer, I'm gonna say no, because the recent season was really recent. Like you would know if it was this season. So. Yeah,
0: I just watched it like two weeks ago, and I don't know if I'd know still. But but in short what? answer, outside of what
2: happened to Anthony Mackey's career, Twisted Metal looks god-awful. So
1: <laughs> it, it really does. It really truly truly does. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna watch it anyway. Let's be real. Okay, let's not dive. Let's be
1: down. real, Fast and Furious. <laughs> Let's go.
0: Come now, come I did watch I'll watch Twisted Metal this week and we'll report back. You watch Flash? The, I did the watch re- the Flash this week. So the How movie was
2: that? Yes, uh not as bad as you probably think. It is not good, but it has some moments that are good.
1: This sounds like a uh Lisa the painful recommendation I'm getting right here. <laughs> Again, I can't <didn't> recognize. <laughs> not I as not painful not recommend- as you <laughs> think. I mean, I mean, not as painful as you think. That's a ringing endorsement. That's yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, no I, I't I like hurts the flash for a I like the flash <laughs> considerably more than I thought I would but all the complaints about the CG are accurate and the the dead bodies that they used towards the end of the movie are really annoying because they don't have anything to do with the plot at all So it's like what are you doing WB
0: which is they don't know what they're accurate. doing they've they've made it exceedingly clear they don't know what they're doing
2: yeah but I mean if people think that James Gunn is gonna save DC comics, I think they
1: might have another thing
2: coming.
0: <laughs> hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Got a lot to prove. That's for sure. Yeah.
1: I'm excited to watch it all catch on <laughs> fire. It's gonna be fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Burning around them. All right. A couple of super chats came in. Midnight dreary.
3: Uh Midnight Drew for the swear jar.
1: Five dollars super for the chat. Swear jar. Thanks. Thanks. Wow. Folks so to,
0: to just go on profanity laced rants is what yeah. I'm. This is this is a. <laughs> We're doing our part over here. I'm down so, for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm down yeah. for it. Um, yeah. Also, shout out to jury for g- uh, gifting a membership on both channels as well. Thank you for that. Nice. Thank you, indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. Brenwood Chic. I'll say it properly nice. this week. Captain
1: Fraud, Esquire, at your service. Yeah, I was going to say, Travis
2: <laughs> is really taking a chance there that all of his comments at IGN are just going to call him Captain
0: Fraud from now on. We'll see.
1: There you go, yeah captain hashtag
0: Aron. captain fraud can we get that going that'd be good yeah. i
1: mean I, that's, i'd be okay with that i mean yeah, that would no, honestly like be it. an improvement based on what they already call me you guys <laughs> you guys don't understand the levels of
0: depravity i i,
1: I so you see captain every fraud
0: year. everywhere you're like thank you
1: i'm like yeah. thank you that's my <laughs>
3: then right behind it there has to be hashtag travis did nothing wrong so that's right let's just True. make sure yeah very captain fraud together. did nothing
1: wrong <laughs> yes, which is which has got to be inaccurate by that guy.
0: Yeah. thank you bremwood hello darkness my old friend wow
3: wow five dollars super chat uh never thought i'd be donating to hoax swear jar jar
1: but here we are i actually don't remember yeah. doing it at all so people are paying my therapist not that people are paying no no that is go. a reverse swear jar let it by go. the way let it yeah. okay. i love it i no, love they're, it
2: funding it so i could take money out of it <laughs> <laughs>
1: and put it into another jar i'm confused <laughs> yeah.
2: and I appreciate this from nicole. i'll come right back to that oh one. Sorry. sorry no i appreciate this one from nicole i don't have this kind of power i doubt that lisa's sales <laughs> will change
0: much at all but uh, they actually they went one. up 380 so two yeah, more copies
1: yeah they made they made uh they made at least one sale erroneously <laughs>
0: mean so there you go Hulk. you got the false definitive edition see yeah, there's I'm two definitive editions how would you not know that
1: god <laughs> i'm gonna put Hoax's full name in the how did you hear about us comments
3: there <laughs> and Dan-o, 499 dead dude dan i'm getting kind of hungry what should i get for lunch i am gonna look for some uh, like a good ramen place oh
0: ginya ginya where's that at it's in uh it's in blue hawk down from me
3: it's always by you do you ever go anywhere outside of your little
0: Five mile yeah, area. What? Sorry, no, guys, I, I to distract don't... us for a, a Kansas City local ramen. I would chat. love to
1: know what Kansas City ramen is like because that sounds.
0: As usual, nightmare. Travis knows nothing about what he's talking about. Nightmarish. Um, it's all brisket. No, uh, it's all brisket. There's another, no, there's another place that starts with an A on one nineteenth, uh, right by uh, Target. Um, we just sure. went there the other night. It is. Sure. It's very very good.
3: This is target on, Metcalf, right a target on Metcalf and the Target on.
0: On black yeah. No, no, no. 119th. 119th. No, over by you. Over you, by you. Oh, you want to hang out? Oh, I we're yeah. We Olive Garden there. Yes. Yeah, I know. Go there. Yeah, we're talking
3: about. yeah,
2: yeah next
0: okay. to the we're Olive Garden. Good. We, we solved you. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're good. We solved good. it. Thank you. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Thank you, Dano. See, we, we go to extra effort for Super Chats here, right? Now, right. if you're in the Kansas City suburban local outskirts and you want some good ramen, we got you covered. It's fine. Yeah, we you just have to remember which episode it if is. You ever need it. <laughs> I also love that Travis thinks only San Francisco has good food, and his uh, misconceptions about the U.S. in general are so bad. To be it's, fair, it's rather common. It is
1: one of the best cities for Japanese food in the world. See, so he thinks
0: it's the best at everything, yeah. and it's well, clearly we, not we
1: we don't have any man. Asian
0: people here, so in Kansas City, yeah. so it's <laughs> well, impossible.
1: Asians is oh, a broad term. I wouldn't for, say Asian.
3: First thing, Asian,
1: Indian, anything. I'm not saying Asian. Yeah. <laughs> My neighborhood is 80% Asian.
0: All right. Man, I tell I've got you, what, a lot of Asian
2: people here. New place in Northville just opened up that has Indian non bread paninis that I love. Mm.
0: Indian non bread paninis. Yeah. Nice. I mean, look. That sounds good. It
1: sounds like an experiment. Let's go for
0: it. That sounds they are good. awesome. Yeah. Well, they I think we've covered the gamut today, guys. <laughs> We're well, ending end up on the like cracker barrel at the end of the day so it doesn't really matter. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um guys, I'll thank you chat. Either. Thank you for hanging out with uh Comic Ramen, Lisa, Brad, Katherine, Gaming <laughs> Clothes chat today. Uh, it's been interesting and fun. Um, we, <laughs> a couple things to shout out from the season gaming side. Uh, we talked about Remnant 2 for while, of course. Uh, while of course, excuse me. Uh, a couple other reviews up for My Friendly Neighborhood. This kind of uh, goofy, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's kind of style uh, horror game uh, up as well. And then Spirit Hunter Infinite Horde, which is uh, kind of playing in the vampire survivor space. So if you like vampire survivors, check out Elu, who did Remnant 2's review as well. Check out his review on Spirit Hunter. You may want to check that out. It actually uh, seems to be quite good um, with a lot of depth to it in that space. Um, and then uh, my video on the Maxwell, the Odyssey Maxwell headset is up. You can check that out. Highest recommendation for this headset is fantastic. Yes, you can check out the video. You might want
2: to buy one if you watch that review.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah it's highly then. recommended yeah it's uh it's an excellent excellent headset and then uh do have another statue video probably this week uh it's a gigantic set of boxes upstairs that i've got to manage uh but uh we'll get it done dark souls nameless king so i'm excited about that one travis James is
2: gonna live in an increasingly small area of his house the rest is taken <laughs> up by statuary.
0: yeah there's uh it's yeah i say every time it's getting ridiculous it's beyond ridiculous at this point so Travis, uh, you you said you're working on two reviews. Can you say what they are?
1: I can. Yeah, my two reviews are Blasphemous 2 and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game.
0: Nice, we're reviewing that Um, as well. So
1: yeah, Uh, I'm gonna work on both of those this week in no particular order. Both of my bosses are gone. Uh, Tom Marks is on paternity leave, and Dan is on vacation for a week. So I'm, he was basically just like, you know what? Review whatever you want, man. Let me know how it goes. And I was like, cool. I will do. Travis is running the store. I'm running the store. I mean, at least I'm running my own schedule. He was just like, yeah, man, whatever you can work on next week, have fun. I was like, sweet. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that'll be good. And then uh, yeah, I've got a couple previews going live um, pretty soon here. And then uh, you can also watch me on uh, lawyers and dragons. Most recent episode. Yes! I have I, I made a guest appearance as a, uh, a snarky, not snarky, a, a, uh, a, a grifty uh, captain, uh, captain uh, named Leox fraud, uh, who you, who I had a lot <laughs> of fun on that show. Hog, thanks for inviting me. It was uh Fun, yeah. fun, hanging out with your crew. I and wanted to say dying. this at the, I wanted to say this at the beginning of the show because I am uh, glad I remembered. Uh, I have never seen *Lawyers and Dragons*, but based on Hogue, I had an idea of what his character would be. I'm like, he's Hogue, right? He's like probably lawful good. <laughs> he's probably like a a paladin or something boring like that. And I went in with that expectation, and it was the exact opposite. Hogue's character is a hulking. Person with a tiny brain who does the most crazy destructive actions it's like you asked him like Hogue, try to make the session as like chaotic and like dangerous as possible and hoag is like i will make that decision so it was great good on Hogue for playing outside of himself because i well, that I was a like a
2: good paladin i just have certain idiosyncrasies
1: are you i i, I don't know about all that it, well, it was not- uh I think, I, I think technically I'm chaotic. Good. If I were to look at my sheet chaotic, good. there you go. Yeah. So that, that makes more sense, but yeah, uh, his character is, uh, is crazy and hilarious. So it was cool meeting the crew and, um, yeah, it was a good time. So you can see that. Uh, and uh, you know, I'm glad to hang out with you guys. This, oh, yeah, this, th- this show felt like a, a hangout, you know?
0: Yeah. Just yeah. Cool. I, you know, it was fun. I, I literally lost it at one point. I couldn't recover from laughter uh, at that moment. I, it's one of those where you start laughing and you just can't stop. So I just let you guys go. <laughs> <good> um, <laughs> uh, Hope, Yes.
2: That was my entry point into saying what I'm doing, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. So I was on lawyers <laughs> and dragons yesterday as well. I haven't done a virtual legality this week, but I am likely to do one sooner or later with the FTC uh, removing their adjudication out of administrative court and some other stuff happening with Microsoft and ABK. But I haven't done that yet. Stay tuned to my channel for more of that, probably, at some point. And then Lawyers and Dragons, not this next week, but in a couple weeks because we have this next week off. And, yeah, come visit on the HoGlaw YouTube channel. We're going to put up some more content. We've got some fun shorts. I would expect that Captain Leox Fraud Esquire will be appearing in some of the shorts that we add to the channel this coming week. So we'll see.
0: (laughs) Fantastic. All right, chat. You've been awesome. Anyone listening later. Thank you so much. As always appreciate all the support. Uh, We are going to head out from this wild show and we will of course see you next Sunday until then.